The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. of them I've got no idea who they are they give blue ticks on Twitter to anybody some of them have got under 5,000 followers and they get a blue tick it's outrageous you've got a blue tick haven't you Kath? no I haven't unlucky 0344 I've got more than 5,000 followers though no well, 0344 499 1000 so I don't know so I don't know what just happened. We have to we have to talk. I'm surprised. First of all, I'm surprised they haven't got grown ups in to do the show tonight. They got they let the kids in, right? And we tend to be a Brexit free zone, but we we sort of have to talk, even if it's briefly. By the way, we're auditioning all of our regular callers: Alan Caddick, George uh, Rainbow, George Nigel from Maidstone. They're all being fired, so we're getting we need new actors to play the um, regular callers. If that makes, we need someone to play Alan. So those actors have been, their contracts have not been renewed. So we need someone to play Alan, someone to play George, someone to play um, Dredge. Sorry, Dredge, you didn't escape. Um, I mean, sure, it'll be weird for the first couple of weeks, but after three or four, no one will notice. No one will remember. Notice. So if you think, you, if you want to audition for the part of one of the regular callers, give us a call now, 0344 499 There's nothing to stop the regular callers auditioning for their original roles. There's nothing, but I just think that we can get... I just, I, I just think, Alan, we can get a better Alan. 
Marty. It wouldn't be hard, would it? Um, 0344 So I, I, I have, I've honestly got no idea. I've got, I know I'm tired. I'm really tired. It's been a long day. I had to get up early to go to the doctors because I knew doctors. I'm back on the antidepressants. Boring. Shut up talking about that shit, man. No one cares. It's my life. It's my life. So I had to go, to, I had to reg, I've registered at a new doctor's and I had to go and say, look, I've just started back on these pills. Can I get a repeat prescription? You should have a note from my psychiatrist. Oh, is your psychiatrist private? Yeah. Oh, so you get a private prescription. No, he kind of, he's, the, for the last 10 years, he's been setting the prescription, then emailing it to my GP or writing to my GP and my G. Ah, okay. Well, no, you've probably got a private prescription. No, I haven't. If you could just look at, this is, by the way, half past nine, my appointment. I didn't get in until five to 10. You expect a bit of delay by the end of the day, but early doors, I don't think wrong. Um, so anyway, she looked, eventually she looked on the file and went, ah, yeah, okay, right, ah, I see you've been, um, you were suicidal when you tried to come off your pills. I said, yeah, it wasn't great. Are you suicidal now? No, no, I'm fine. I'm back on the pills, I'm fine. Um, okay, well, I can't give you a repeat prescription, I'm afraid. You're going to have to come in every three or four weeks and um, so we can we can check you over. Oh, jeez, man. Uh, okay. Fine. So I've got to go back in three weeks' time to get another prescription. And then I went into Superdrug and um, they got me to write my name on a bit of paper. I don't think I actually had to write my name on a bit of paper. But they got me to write my name on a bit of paper and they went, I thought it was you. No. I thought it was you. I thought it was you. Oh, I thought it was you. They were very nice people, actually, in Superdrug. Uh, not in any way. Uh, they, they were very nice people. I thought it was you. So what? So, uh, so, so, what was it really like in the jungle? <laughs> anyway, and then I was going to go back to sleep, and I could, went back and I couldn't sleep, and I was playing with the cats, and I, uh, you know, I try. And I, so it's been a long old day, and I went to an NA meeting, I got a key ring. It's been a long old day, so I'm tired. Right? But I'm watching the latest episode of Brexit. Sorry if you've taped it. We're going to talk about it and assume that you've watched it. Okay, so there will be spoilers. Okay, if you've not watched it, I would switch off for a bit. And I have got no, I've got no idea what I just watched. So they've all, I've, if anyone can explain this for dummies, right? It, it, treat me like a dummy. Explain this to me for dummies, because I do not get it. And here's the thing: I suspect that the most of you, I'm going to say sixty percent of you, I'm just making that figure up, but it feels right. At least sixty percent of you don't get. What just, do you get what just happened? Yeah. What just happened? They all voted against everything. Eight options put out by various MPs right. from different parties. I get all of that, yeah. All voted all voted down. Okay, but so what does that mean? It means that they cannot agree on anything. Well, okay, fine, but but then but so but but what does that mean? This well, is the bit I don't get. Actually so, what people are driving for is a general election. Who? Who's driving for a general election? The MPs, all of them. No, 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 all of them. Not the Tories. Most. Not the Tories, because the Tories suspect that if there was a general election, then they would lose this one. So it can't be the Tories. Are they now all all pushing for Theresa May's deal? Are they all doing that? We know that um, uh, Dickhead and Shithead, what are they called? Um, Boris Johnson and Reece Jacob Rees-Mogg. We know that now there's... The, yeah, oh, it's a terrible deal. It's a, oh, it's an awful deal. No deal is better than this. Oh, it's an awful deal. Oh, oh, what? Hang on. She's going to leave her job and it means there's a chance I might become Prime Minister? Oh, I'll vote for that. 
Oh, I'll vote for that lousy deal. And that just shows what backstabbing, self-serving scumbags those two men are, uh, and a lot of them are. But so they've all voted... Sorry, bad language at the start of the show. I apologise for that. Let's try and reel it in a little bit. Come on. So they've all voted against everything that was put forward. They get to do it again on Monday. But that's if Theresa May's three, Theresa May three, doesn't go through on Friday. And that's if she's allowed to put it through on Friday. Um, And I... I Okay, here's the thing. Can someone explain to me what it means that they voted against all of those things? Right, that means we're... Does that mean we're screwed? That's what it feels like. But also, can someone explain to me what... Why her deal that was a lousy, terrible deal is suddenly more attractive because she's going to leave. Is it simply because there are four or five people that want to be the Prime Minister? Is that is the, is it as simple as that? That there are... Who, who, who have we got? We've got um, uh, Rees-Mogg, we've got Johnson, we've got Gove, um, we've got... Well, Baker probably wants to be Foreign Secretary. So we've got at least three people that want to be Prime Minister. Is that why it's... Well, it kind of, hang on, Gove was always... Go- I don't know. I don't know. I do not understand what the hell is going on. If anyone can explain it in really simple terms, 0344... We're not going to do the whole show about it, I promise. Don't worry. We've got Alan, we've got Ray, and we're going to audition for new regular callers. Um, but 0344 499 And then I was watching the debate afterwards, right? And I was watching the debate afterwards, and I just thought, you prats... You prats. Anna Subri um, stood up to speak, and no one would let her speak. She's one of the the Tigs, is she? One of the independent group. No one would let her speak. No one would let her speak. And I just thought, do you know what, guys and gals? Our country is screwed, and you're dicking around like children. You, you, if, 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 if my kids behave like that in assembly... They'd get in very serious trouble. They won't get detention because they're too young for detention. I don't know if you can give detentions anymore. Probably not. PC gone mad. But if my kids behave like that in a school assembly or a class, they'd, they'd be, go and see the headmaster. They'd be in very serious trouble. If we got called into a meeting, me and Kath, and we behave like that in a meeting, we'd get a bit of laughter at the start and then we get told to shut up or get out. And these people are steering our country and they're behaving appallingly, right? I'm not, I mean, this isn't in building up to a, let, let's go and shoot them all and hang them all, not at all. I don't think violence, violence is certainly not the answer. I know some of you do and you think it's the answer and that's wrong. It's terrible. Just remember Joe Cox, you know. So that's not the answer. Here's what I've decided whilst watching them heckle Anna Subri, right? I'm never voting again. I'm out. I'm out of the race. I'm not voting again. I'm not voting again. I don't want to be part of that. Oh, you can't complain if it if, if things... Yes, you can. Yes, you can complain because I pay taxes. So I can complain as much as I want. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm not voting again. I'm out. If there's a second referendum, which there probably won't be, I'd vote to remain. But that's it. Game over for me. No more general elections. No more council elections. No more referendum apart... Referenda, excuse me, excuse me. Hate it when people say referendums referenda apart from I'd, I'd vote remain but that's it i'm out i'm not voting i'm done i'm not contributing to that it's a mess and they're idiots and they don't know anything 
They're running around like headless chickens. They're all self-serving. My vote adds to their ego. They're not all like that. We've had contact with a couple of MPs that are good um, in the last couple of weeks. But the majority of them are. I'm out, Catherine. I'm not voting anymore. But you know who will vote? Tommy Robinson. Good for him. Good. I don't care. Please silence your phone in the studio. It's not my phone. Oh, check yours. My phone's on vibrate, so it's not my phone. It was my computer. Right. Thank you. Right. 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 Well, you know, let's be precise. Right. No, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm not... I'm not... I am not in any way contributing to this shambles of a government. Uh, it, it would appear that our uh, political system doesn't work. I'm out. Also, who would I vote for? I mean, there's the thing. Who would I vote for? None of them are speaking of it. There's no... Here's the thing. The opposition should be... Um, coming out as a full arm, we're gonna we want to remain party. That's what they should they should be opposing, and they're not. I can't vote for Jeremy Corbyn and his anti-Semitic pals. I can't vote for a, a bunch of idiots that I don't know what they stand for. I can't I can't vote for them. Certainly can't vote uh, for the Tories because they're all scumbags. They're not all a bit of theatre on the radio. Lib Dems, I, I think they're finished. I can't, so who would I vote for? Nobody. And also, I'm not. I don't want to contribute to that system. Of, of childishness and uh, Id- idiocy, idioticy, idiotics, idiocy. Doesn't sound like a word. And yet it is. I can see it written in my head. It doesn't look like a word. I want to say idioticy. I'm going to say idioticy. Idioticacy. Um, I spelt publicly right for the first time in a tweet uh, yesterday. There's no A. Um, so I'm out. Game over. Done. No more voting for me. Thank you very much. I'm not playing your game anymore. I'm not any more Thursdays going to toddle off to the local village hall or, or primary school and uh, cast my ballot. It's not happening. I'm done. You carry on, guys, with your little little elite membership club shouting and hoo-hooing at each other and haw-hawing. You go, you go off and do that. You know, we've got a friend, right, who works in... The, what is that? Houses of Parliament? Houses of Com- Commons, yeah. We've got a friend who works in the Houses of Commons. Houses of Commons. Houses of Common. Right. Not as an MP. And do you know what they serve every single day, right, on the menu? Every single day. They serve a roast dinner. On a Tuesday? Yeah, Thursday. Every single day they serve a roast dinner. That's what's wrong with these people. That's what's wrong with these people. I'm out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Here it comes, right? Close down Twitter. Twitter should be closed. They should close it because it allows idiots... I'm not saying close it, I'm just saying they should close it because it allows idiots to, to, to breed. Harold McMaster has tweeted me, if you don't want to vote, then you shouldn't have an opinion on the matter, so shut up. No, you <laughs> shut up, right? Because, and here's the thing, you obviously weren't listening because I made that point. I'll make it again, Harold McMaster, you thicko. I pay tax, I pay more tax than you pay, I guarantee it, right? So yeah, I do get a say in uh, in being unhappy with the way things are run. And even if I didn't pay tax, I'd still get a say in being unhappy or happy with the way things are run. So don't tell me to shut up. I'm exercising my free speech, you scumbag. And here's the other one from Tracy1970. Hello. Her title is Proud of Our UK Christian Country. 
I checked her feed. It's full of anti-Islamic stuff and retweets of Prison Planet, Paul Joseph Watson, that scumbag. So shouldn't even be given her the time of day. But I will because I'm a nice guy. Mog and Boris have no ch- choice to vote for deal or no Brexit. They want to get us out, just want the biggest vote in British history, wants democracy. You're listening to James O'Brien too much. They could rip up deal later on good. Remain MPs have frustrated Brexit from the beginning. No, uh, uh, Tracy1970, hello. Unlike you, yeah, I've listened to James O'Brien. I've also listened to Nick Ferrari and Julia Hartley Brewer and Ian Dale and uh, James Whale and loads of people that agree with me and loads of people that disagree with me. Right? I listen, unlike you... I don't sit in my little echo chamber listening to people who just I, who I just agree with. I listen. One of my favourite presenters on this station ever is George Galloway. Have you heard his show? Because he is full on. Let's jump off the edge of a cliff. Full on Brexit. But I like listening to him. So get stuffed. Um, uh, and also, I'm allowed to express my opinion and ignore an opinion from someone who says proud of our UK Christian country and then retweets Prison Planet. Dear God. What are you doing even listening to this show? You're a racist. I don't want you here. Terrible, she, she says again. If MPs try and thwart or stop Brexit, i.e. democracy in any way, people will never trust them again. It would be a disaster for Britain and our democratic system. P.S. Trump cleared president for eight years. Great for America. I hope this... I mean, this is the thick... These are the thick idiots that we're dealing with. Catherine, you wanted to say something. Sorry. Also, she can't spell your... No, I mean, or, that's or the most two, offensive thing to me. Or know where to put punctuation or any of that. Considering they like English so much... Yeah. So, no, I am allowed an opinion. And that ups- that hurts you. That makes you butt hurt. I'm not going to vote again. I'm not going to vote for any of them. Uh, and that, and But I'm still entitled to an opinion. That whole argument, well, if you don't vote, you're not entitled to an opinion. That's that's You've been brainwashed with that. That doesn't make any logical sense. Of course I'm entitled to an opinion. People died in war so you could have an opinion. Yeah, people died in war so that I didn't have to vote if I didn't want to. Do you know what I mean? People died in war so I don't have to wear a poppy if I don't want to. I'm allowed to, to to say. Here's the thing: I can say and think what I want. Um, like that, like that person who just tweeted me is allowed to retweet racist rubbish. Um, I'm allowed to call them out for it. It's fine. It's fine. We're allowed to do these things. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Michael. Good evening. Is that Ian? Is that Michael? It is. Yeah, it's Ian. Yeah. I've listened to you now for about 10 minutes and you've been ranting on. And I agree with everything you say, mate. Of course you do. I speak you, a lot of sense. It, you, tell it, you tell it as it is, whereas other people don't. You get lies and mistruths and that. Yeah, great. Uh, anyway, do you think you're in, getting in touch with... Uh, what's his name? Potter. Harry Potter? Harry Potter, yeah. See if he can get, get a resurrection spell to bring back Guy Fawkes. Hang on a minute. Well, we don't. First of all, we don't want to blow up the Houses of Parliament. That would be. Oh yes, we do. That would be. Especially no, when we, they're all in there. No, 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 no. Michael, yes, come on. Yes, yes. No. I'll no. supply the gunpowder. No, Michael. Listen, I know you're joking, but you've got to remember, a, 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 an MP was murdered over um, Brexit. So I, I know that you're joking, but it just it's it's a slightly uncomfortable joke. Well, I don't think. Well, what they are, they're like a. We want to get rid of a lot of them. Yeah, I'm up for that. In, bring in a new, some new parties and some new people because it's it's it's. I watch it on the telly and it's like watching a a uh, a show that's full of comedians. Are you going to stand, Michael? Pardon? Are you yes. going to stand? Yeah, well, I was in the forces, so yeah, I can stand. What as an MP? Pardon? As an MP? 
funny you should say that. I've done five years in the Territorial Army as a military policeman, yeah. No, she meant a Member of Parliament, you muppet! <laughs> like what we're talking about! <laughs> hey, can the... Right, could can the MP... The military police, right? I'm fascinated by military police. Whenever they'd rock up in, like, a movie or a TV series, can they only arrest soldiers or could a military police, like, arrest me? Uh, no, it's it's an it's an army law. They they, they just look after the army. So you could you could but you could burst into like a barracks and arrest a soldier. Yep. Wow. Or, or in a public place, you could provided is uh, you know causing trouble. You could they we used to patrol the towns. Yeah. Well, especially in Germany, and if yeah. there was a fight going on, you used to go in and sort them out. Wow. Give them a good battering with your you, stick. Most of them used to most of them used to run off if they got any sense. Yeah, of course they did. Tough guys. All right, Michael, yeah. thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. Oh, okay. Well, hang on a second. So we are getting rid of all of the regular callers and we're asking for new people to play them. Who is it you'd like to be you'd like to be, Ray? I'd like to play the part of Alan Caddick. Okay. Um Well let hang on, who's got a radio on in the background? Not me, man. Someone has. Not me, Mark. Alan? Uh, not me. Not, no, sorry, the other Alan. No, I've got that radio on me here. Uh, Alan? Yeah? You, you've got an echo on your line. I'm on a Bluetooth headset. You're on a what? Bluetooth. I'm on a Bluetooth headset. Well, is there any chance you could be on... This is why I want to get rid of these idiots. The arrogance, the entitlement. Is there any chance you could, you could be on a phone? Can you hear me now? Uh, yes. Why were you doing that? Because I want to find something different. Well, it's, it's a bit late. I bet you were holding the phone at the same time, weren't you? No. Is it clipped to your belt? No, no, stuck in me ear with a Bluetooth headset. Of course no, it no, would be. The, the All right, um, Alan. Yes, boss. Uh, the other Alan. Yes, boss. Okay, so we're going to have a little trial conversation and we're going to see how you get on, okay? Just workshop it, no pressure. Let's just see where this goes. Right, so. Okay, let's go to line two. It's Alan Caddy. Good evening, Alan. Evening. No, uh, Alan. Yes, boss. Uh, one. The, the, uh, Alan, uh, the first Alan. Yes, boss. No, original Alan. Yes, boss. Could you be quiet? We're just going to talk to um, new Alan, the next generation. Okay. Thank you. Let's go to line two. It's Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Evening, Ian. Evening, Cass. How's everything going tonight, Big Al? Yeah, it's all right. I, I rang my brother last night. Oh, really? Because you, you'd fallen out a bit, bit, bit. What happened? He still doesn't want, like, want to talk to me. Yeah. But uh, he says, Alan, you've got a dirty. You've got a what? I've got a dirty. A dirty what? Exactly. He won't tell me. Will he not? No. Well, did you... You've had a wash, yeah? You had a bath, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I've got soap on a rope. Can you still get soap on a rope? Yeah. OK. So, so you're not in the bath now, are you? No, not now. OK. Um, all right, and, and scene. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Problem is, I've got one problem. I can understand him too much. Yeah. Oh, dear. I think Alan Caddick is more of a minty shower gel man. Alan? Yes, boss? What do you bathe with? Is soap on a rope or minty shower gel? Um, shower gel. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Alan, next generation. 
Yeah. I'm going to play a song. Could you sing along with it for us? Uh, yeah. Sure Here we go. Right. Here we go. Hang on a minute. Just getting this queued up. I love this one. Here you go. In your own time, Alan. Take it away. All right. If you want to change the situation, right people, right time, just the wrong location. I will keep you near, just you keep me near. I'll be so good for you, I'll be so good for you. Yeah. It was a bit cut out there. It was a little bit cut out. Uh, 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 classic, Alan. Yes, boss. What did you make of that? It was good, wasn't it? Mm, he, he got a crucial line wrong. Sorry? He got a line wrong. Okay, well, you, you hang on, you're telling me in your version you got any of the words right. Yes. Okay. This uh, guy's good. I mean, he's got all the moves. Yeah. I tell you what, um, uh, Alan, next generation, you're through to the second round... Great. If we get any more Allens, we will we'll let you know and we'll, we'll we'll put you head to head against against any other Allens that may or may not call in. Right, sir. Th- thank you, Alan. Good night. And thank you, Alan. One more thing, boss. I don't want you to go on YouTube. Sorry. And I've got a message from Angela telling you to go on live streaming. Okay. Well, what do you mean? She wants you to go on YouTube. What is she live streaming now? No, she wants you to go on YouTube. Why? She just—I'm just a messenger. Well, can you go? Can you go back to her and ask her to call in? Okay, we'll do that now. Thank you very much indeed. It's so complicated, isn't it? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay, well we're asking if anybody can um, explain where we are because I just don't get it. I just don't get it. It's so depressing. Well, it's not even depressing. It's just like... I've given up. I'm out. I'm not voting anymore. I'm not getting involved in that in their shenanigans. I'm not playing their game anymore. It's not happening. Uh, and we're also asking for... Uh, we're sacking off the actors that played the regular callers on the show. So George, Rainbow George, Alan, um, Nigel from Maidstone. They were just asking too much money. Contracts were up for renewal. So doing the classic thing of not renewing them and getting new actors to play them it could be you if you want to be one of our classic regular callers call up now and audition 0344 499 1000 we're just refreshing things it's good to do that after the third season oh well let's not say that because i would like to be here for uh year number four which i think i am going to be here for year number four imagine mm. i forgot there was coffee and it's gone a little bit cold so nasa are doing this thing nasa wants to pay i'm up for this I'm up for this. NASA wants to pay people £14,000 to stay in bed for two months watching films and reading books to study the effects of microgravity. Yes, please. Uh, separate beds, but we're in. We could top and tail. The 60... No, we can't. The 60-day study will involve doing everything lying down in a special cot. 
Oh, hang on. Do you have to poo in there? Hang on a minute. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I, I will do it with you. Bagsy, I'm, I'm, all right, Bagsy, I'm not this one. 24 participants will be selected. Half, that's you, will be spun in a centrifuge. Oh, no, 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 no. To see if artificial gravity chambers are viable for long-duration space travel. Volunteers are being offered £14,000. By the way, if anyone... Angela's calling in. If anyone wants to play Angela, uh, now's a good time to call 03444991000. Volunteers are being offered £14,000 to lie in bed for two months and watch TV to help NASA understand how space travel will affect astronauts. The dream job for many is designed to see how artificial gravity affects the human body and participants will need to do everything lying flat, including going to the lavvy. Oh, no. Space experts from NASA and ESA, ESA will study them around the clock in a bid to understand how astronauts may be affected by prolonged spells in space with muscles muscle wasting the main concern. ESA, I'm guessing that's the European Space Agency, who, let's be honest, are rubbish. They don't really count. Claim it is an integral. It is integral in understanding the damage that may be caused by weightlessness, cosmic radiation, isolation, and spatial restrictions. Two dozen volunteers will be subjected to sixty days of permanent bed rest in Cologne. All participants must speak the German. Ah, you speak the German, yeah? Can I bisschen Deutsch? Yeah, I bisschen. I bisschen Düsseldorf. Franzi. I was speaking to a German on when I was playing the Apex Legend video game on the PS4 uh, uh, Donnerstag. Oh, ich möchte ein Erdbeereis ohne Sahne, bitte. Ja. Only requirements are that participants are between 24 and 55. Yep, and healthy. Yep. They'll be propped up at a slight incline with their feet elevated above their head and body to reduce blood aggregating in the body's extremities. Mm-hmm. This is expected to mimic the effects of being in space and may result in numbness and, numbness and muscle wasting. The project uh, uh, it is also it also recommends the participants use the time and opportunity to enrol in some online courses. No thanks, just a good lie down. Can I work from home? I don't really want to do. I want uh, to go there. Half the participants will undergo treatments akin to that of an artificial gravity chamber. They will be spun around in a centrifuge at thirty revolutions a minute in the hope it will force blood back into their extremities. Your fingers, your toes, your willy. It is hoped uh, a three-month time block will need to be cleared in order to take part in the study as a two-week period of rehabilitation will follow the test. Uh, I'm in. I'm totally in. I'm up for that. Um, I'm up for that, Sophie. Are you up for that? Hello. 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 No one does. No one does. Say hello, Catherine, and hold it. Hello. No, go hello. Hang on. Hello. Hello. Sam, can you finish this off for us? Hello. 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 See, no. Hello. See, no one does it anymore, Sophie. Would you like to join in with us? Yes, I would. Okay, so do I? Have, do I have to pretend like I just? I don't. Well, I've I've seen this thing on Twitter. Do I have to pretend to be that person straight away? No. Hang on. You're gonna you're gonna say hello quite low and oh. hold it. Oh. Go. Hello. 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 There you go. No one does that anymore. People used to do that oh, all the little, time. My little dog's head's gone funny. Oh, God. Anyway. Do you need to call a vet? So you know when they go sideways? Oh, yes, and they go sideways. It's so cute. 
get rid of a dog, get get two cats. Oh, really? No, never. Yeah, never. Cats, cats are better than dogs. OK. <laughs> what can we do for you, Sophie? No, because I, I thought it was a bit of fun in my life tonight. I've had a really bad day, last couple of days. Oh. And I just want, I saw, I just saw your that thing on Twitter about auditioning, so I thought I'd just ring out. I got through straight away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, we, we don't get many calls. We're not very popular. Oh, OK. Sophie, who would you like to be? Boozy lady. You want to? <laughs> that was one of so, the names. Sophie's we auditioning for the role uh, of boozy lady. A random drunk, a, a random miserable man, and a boozy lady. All right, Sophie. <laughs> um, well, I tell you, Catherine, why don't you lead this call? So okay. we'll just go straight into it. It's just a workshop, Sophie. Relax, enjoy it. Okay. Uh, are I'm you ready? Okay. But by the way, I've never heard any of your shows. I know that sounds really bad, but I don't know anyway. I'll just do my best. Okay. Okay. Have you been a boozy lady ever? Because you could just embody that now. Yeah, I could have done that, yeah. Okay, right, and scene, Catherine. Okay, on line three, we've got Sophie. Hey, Sophie. All right, darling, all right. Oh, Sophie, uh, you sound like you've... Um, have you been yeah. out tonight? Yeah, my head is spinning, darling, it's spinning. Oh, what have you got for us tonight? What did you want to talk about? Oh, God. Um, I want to talk about my... Um, my marriage, if that's all right. Do you mind if I talk about that? Is that oh, all right? Of course not. You can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. What's going on, it's, Sophie? It's uh, just no sex. Do you know what I mean? Just against sex. <laughs> and uh, are you allowed to say that? I don't know if you're allowed to you're say allowed that. You're allowed to say that if that's what's going on or not going yeah. on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what do they do? What's happening? It's, it's not happening. How long has it not been happening? <sighs> well, I bought a rabbit. Couple of weeks ago, oh. uh, it's got about six months. Not a rabbit in a hutch, obviously. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Rabbit, do you oh. know? That? Oh, I know what you're talking a pink, about. A pink one, a pink one, yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't survive in the wild. No, they don't like carrots. Although I have tried a carrot. Anyway, we don't want to go down. Um, you know. Can I say? Anyway, so yeah, it's just this really dumb. Just had so much to drink. I'm like, da, 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 my sorrows. Oh, it's a bit of gin and something else. I've got to take the dogs out for a walk. I can't do it. I think the dogs maybe can go without a walk tonight. Maybe what you should do is drink some water and have a lie down. Yeah, maybe. But the room is spinning. It's like it's spinning. Like I've had to take the carrots out of the fridge as well because <laughs> the rabbits. The batteries. God, I tell you what, my head is spinning. Is that the booze or the rabbit that's done that? Oh, I don't know. I can't find it now. I think the kids have played. Thought it was something. Taking it. Somewhere. And scene. Well done. <laughs> Sophie, are you sure you've never listened to this show before? That no, was spot, spot on. on. I, just, I just wanted to release, and I thought, bloody, I'm going to ring up and just, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sophie, you have got the you've got the job. Unless someone comes on and does it better, and I oh, don't see how they can, you have got the role of boozy lady. Oh, thank you very much. So hang on, did what, you what, just what, listen what? tonight just because I tweeted? Uh, you, you follow me on Twitter, I guess. Well, no, what happened was something happened, God, I can't remember, with you. You saved someone's life. It was amazing. So you came on my news feed and then I followed you. And I just think, I just thought, wow, I just um, like how you are. You're very straight talking. And I just saw this. I thought, oh, my God, I just want to just want a bit of fun, you know. And yeah. I just thought I'd bring up. So that's it, really. Well, <laughs> Sophie, is what a lovely, lovely first phone call. I hope we speak again, either as yourself or the boozy lady. So um, how does it work, then? Do I just... just 
Does it happen like at 10 o'clock every night? Or Mon- here's every the thing, night? right? Monday to Friday, 10 yeah. till 1, is me and Catherine, yeah. and we kind of just sit and we talk rubbish. You can listen to us okay. online or on the Talk Radio app or on DAB. We sit okay. and talk rubbish, and you can call in about the stuff we're talking about or about absolutely anything. But just a little note about Boozy Lady. Boozy Lady yeah. tends to only ring us up maybe once or twice, and generally after the second time they fall out with us. Right, OK. And I can ring up at about 10 because I usually get to bed quite a... You know, I don't, I don't want to get to bed too late, so I can ring you about 10, yeah. if that all right? Of course you can. Yeah. OK, that's Nice great. one, Sophie. All right, thanks very much. Thanks a lot. Take care. There you go. What a great Bye. first call. What a great first call. I'm not in next week, by the way, guys. You've got Kath, you've got Kath on a solo mission, so that'll be well worth uh, tuning into. I've got a week off. Um, but I like that. Isn't that nice? I never listened before. I saw the tweet and went, uh, you know, yeah, I'll give it a go. She was very what? good. That was, was convincing. Brilliant. She went straight into it. <laughs> uh, Angela's up next. We'll come to her in a second. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross parents, um, cross dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On talk radio. I would like to dress up as a woman, but do it convincingly because I think I could pull it off. Steady. Um, do it really convincingly. The kids in the hall, right? Reading the book, that book about kids in the hall, the Seth Meyers book, finally. We had him, I only had him on six months ago. I'm finally getting around to reading the book. It's a great read. Uh, I got the box sets. I need, to, I need to watch them, right? But the kids in the hall... Have I got the book with me? Yes, I have. When the kids in the hall played women, right? they didn't do Monty Python Pepper Pot women. They did hot women, right? Let me find you... Um, okay, so this is them as Sex Girl Patrol. Look at those hot women, particularly Dave Foley there, that guy there. They're hot women, right? Yeah. Aren't they? And on the top left, the top left as well, I think it's Scott Thompson and and, and maybe Bruce McCulloch. They're they're convincing women. They're not, they're not, physically they're not parodying, they're not, you know, they look like women, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. I want to dress up, not as a hot, not necessarily as a hot woman, although I would be hot. You know, you cannot, you can't deny um, genetics. Uh, <laughs> look at look at Bruce McKinney. Look at Bruce McKinney as a woman there. I mean, wow. Convi- the convi- I mean, makeup is great. Exactly, and that's it. A lot of it is wigs and makeup. A lot of it is wigs and makeup. So I would, I would, you know, I'd get top quality wigs. A lot of it on real women is wigs and makeup. Of course it is. Of course it is. But if anybody can help. This, it's not a sexual fantasy, although I don't know. Could, it might something might click. I don't know. I don't know. It's not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it because I think I would I would look better. I think I'd look better than most women. Okay. We've only been practicing forever, but yeah, you you crack on with your one day. Well, I just think. I, well, I, hey, listen. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. It's not in any way. It's not a burn. Right, I'm not burning you. Oh no, you're not. You're not even touching me. No, no, no. Exactly. Oh, exactly. I'd be light years ahead of you. No. Well, but if I were, why would that be a problem? It's you not... look quite blokey. <laughs> and I don't complain. Well, it's not nothing to do with you how I look. Exactly. Exactly. So you should take it as a compliment. <laughs> 
that you think that you would look better automatically than people who've been women forever? Yeah. So okay. that's a you don't see how that might be slightly presumptuous? No. Well, Are you going to keep the beard? That's the question. No, I do, I do it. No, no, no. I shave the beard. Of course, I do it properly. It's not, this isn't a, a, a... Excuse my language. It's not a take. I would do this properly. This would be genuine. What we need is we need to find... Um, we need to find someone who can help this... This I'm just going to say fantasy, but again, that implies some kind of sexual undertone or yeah, overtone. Funny that, isn't it? Let's, let's, let's do this. I want to look glamorous. I want to look beautiful. Uh, don't want to look tarty, but I want to look fun. What's fun? What's the definition of fun? The fun will come from my eyes, actually. Okay. The little twinkle in the eyes. If to say, oh, maybe you know. Maybe what? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I will dance with you, sir. <laughs> I will dance with you, sir. Wow, you're a nineteen forties woman. Could be. Well, maybe that. I don't know what. I don't know what my ear is. I don't know what my look is. Okay. I don't know what my look is. Um, it's just something to think about. Okay, any, that's nice. we're, we're doing a show in Scotland soon. You need to talk to Shane Ritchie because he's working on a I show at the do. moment where he'd be able to tell you, tell you the techniques. I will do, actually. I will Because you need a print stick. I'm telling you that now. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's, that's how you get rid of your eyebrows. Okay, fine. And then you draw new ones on. I've okay. been watching a lot of Drag Race. I well, there's some it. print stick downstairs, so we can start tonight. <laughs> but uh, we, we're doing a show in Scotland, uh, and there's 12 tickets left for the Scottish show. I thought that, honestly, I thought they would have all gone by now, but they haven't. There's 12 tickets left in June, I think it is. Um, and a company, obviously, company's coming. I can't remember what they're called, but they're coming to see the show, and they've, they're a kilt hire company. They've offered to lend me a kilt for the full get-up for the day. And I thought, oh, that's that's nice, but I'm not I'm not going to do it because Why? I think cultural appropriation. Well, yeah, it's but like you, it's like blacking up. Well, it's not really though, it is, is it? Wearing a kilt is like haven't blacking you got up. Um, Scottish heritage? Well, I mean, yes and no, yes and no, and kind of yes and no. Uh, yes, that my granddad was Scottish, but no, turns out he actually wasn't my dad's real dad. So you know, there's there's, there's stuff. Um, I've went, I've worn kilts before, but I'm not going to do it because it is a little bit. Going to Scotland and dressing up in a kilt, it's a little bit. Yeah, but they're dressing you up, so that's for their amusement. It's not well, yours. no, it's a little bit. No, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna do that. But what I'm saying is, uh by the way, if you want to come and see us in, in Scotland, twelve tickets left, ianlee.com slash event. Oh I've got remind me to I've got it in my car. What have you got the memory car? card of the show that we did in Luton so we can put it out as a podcast. Uh, there'll be a new rabbit hole podcast this week. Anyway, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Angela. Hi, Ian Catherine. Hey, Angela. Good evening. Um, uh, I was doing some live streaming on my YouTube. Some live rimming. Live streaming. Live you know, live rimming. Streaming. Live streaming. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've not got my headphones on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. This. I was doing the cards, and when each card, each pack came out. So hang on. Did you want us to live stream? Yeah, I was on live stream, yeah. No, because Alan Caddick phoned us up. Alan, yeah. the original Alan Caddick, yeah. phoned us up and told us, said that we should be live streaming. You told him to no, tell us that we no, should start live streaming. No, what I was trying to tell him, that like, I was on live streaming, I wanted to give you the reading I wanted to give you. And it was pretty that, good. That guy, I'm glad that guy's been fired. That guy's a dunce. <laughs> what does dunce mean? Yes. Well, I know what it means. What's the origin of the word dunce, to, to be a dunce? Dunce. Yeah, dunce. dunce. The dunce's hat. 
wonder if Dunce was like a Shakespearean character. Don't think it was, but it feels like it's that kind of, you know, it feels more like a name that's become... If, if, to me, it feels like some sort of abbreviation, like a, a do... A douchebag. A do once or something. A do, do once, do once. Okay, yeah, Dunce. Um... Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can Google. You Google it while I'm I talk. Look. You Google look. it while I, I um a palm Angela off. Yeah, you've been you've had an interesting month. Um, yes. There's a few things that's not bad. It's quite good. Um, you answered one of my questions. You're having a break. Um, why are you having this break? You need to make a decision. What do you mean? Why am I having this break? Yeah. Because it's Easter holidays, and I'm taking my boys away for a week. Yeah, but while you're having a break, you need to make some important decisions. Do I feed the boys today? Do I cook for the boys in the cabin, or do we go, do we go to the cafe that's 100 yards away? I think we know yeah, the answer yeah. to that. Although I'm going to get a Tesco delivery on Monday morning and that, take food with me. Clever. It's, like, it's just around you, mainly. Um, there's a helpful person around you that wants to help you, a third party. Is it you? No. Third party fire and fe- theft? No, it's someone not close to you that wants to help you. Someone not close to me? Someone that wants to help you. Right. That's close to you, but you're not accepting that help at the minute. OK. But you will. Is it? Is it Catherine? Um, well, give me a chance, yeah. Um, right. Yeah. The, the, the question you've been asking from heaven, what? it will take a while, but... A while? It will... A while. A while? Uh, James Wyle. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, a while. A while. And um, they, they, he, he will, they will answer your question. What is the question? Um, well, whatever you've been thinking about. Um, you've had um, something on your mind. And I've been thinking, it, should I buy a PlayStation 3? No. That's what I've been thinking more. a lot. Should, uh? Hang on a minute. Sam, have more. you got a PlayStation 3 for sale? Well, you can have it if you want. Is it... Hang on a minute. To Come on the microphone. Sorry. Now, I need to know what generation is. Is it the big, fat, chunky one? It's not the original. No, no I can't use it. I want I it to think. play PS2 games on. Oh, no, I don't think no, that's that. Thanks for your help, it, Sam. Keep yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit more interesting than that because oh. on my second lot card, yep. it, it said that you'd be all right for me. Um, but the... the one that the lady is questioning is Catherine because she's quite sensitive, and that came out in my new pack of cars. But there's um, a King of Swords, and it said Foundation. So there's something that's coming along that you've been wishing for, if you know what I mean. But there's 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 a few sharks, but you know who they are, and um, the Ace of Wands is growth. But that was upside down. But that was telling you that you had. To Go inside you for what you saw. Okay. Um, oh. it needs, it's telling you to um, be more creative. More That's creative? Flipping it. I'm putting out, including this radio show, I'm putting out about six out, five to six hours of live-streamed entertainment every single day. How can I be more creative? I'm doing three hours of radio, then I go home and do about 45 minutes of the Chit Chat Club. I do about two hours of streaming video games and about an hour of me streaming, just chatting. No, no, what it means by that with yourself, not with your work, but with you. Ah, having an intelligent um, self-pleasuring. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Angela. That's really cleared up a lot. 
Um, that's really cleared up a lot. Not a clue what that was about. You, Catherine? No, I okay. think it was about what, six minutes of um, talking. It's, it certainly filled some time. Thank you, Angela. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And the lesson we've learned from that is never get um, classic Caddick to pass on a message as he hasn't got a clue. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. trying to replace the um, uh, classic regular callers with new actors. It's time to move on. It's time to shake things up. So far, Alan Caddick is being played by Ray. Um, unless anybody can do a better Alan Caddick than Ray. And the part of Random Boozy Lady is being played by first-time caller Sophie. That's that was some call. That was a great call. Got to respect that. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Every weeknight from 10 o'clock till 1 o'clock in the morning. You can listen on DAB, you can download the app, or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. 03444991000. Good evening, Matt. Good evening, Ian. Catherine, it's George here. Oh, God, I thought it was Nelson Mandela. (laughs) I thought someone keeps calling and it's Nelson Mandela. Good evening. Hello, George. Hello, I'm calling to invite you to a, 
an event I'm organising to commemorate the date. Me and Peter Cook smoked a thousand joints in the year 1669. It'll be the 450th anniversary, and it would mean a great deal to me if you could attend, both of you. Well, I'm busy, but I think Kath is free. When no, is it? Sorry, no, Hang I'm on. busy. When is it? Hang on a second. Let's find out when it is before you you, you, you say no, no Catherine. No, I'm really going to be busy. It's nice of him to invite you. He when is it, George? When is it, George? It's it's in a fortnight, two weeks today. Yep. Okay. Well, Kath, we're going to send Kath down no, there. I'm sorry, I can't do that. Yes, you can. No. Yes, you have my permission to do it. I don't need your permission. Well, you do because you can go during the show and be our reporter for the show. No, I'm really yeah. busy. Will you not be there, Ian? It's a, Sorry? Will you not be there? I can't. I'll have to present the radio show. You don't. I, honestly, I don't. But ask. Catherine, as we know, is, is um, unintegral. Is, is tegral. Yes, tegral, I guess. I thought, I thought you'd want to be there. No, no, no thanks, George. Um, well, I think you need to broaden your horizons. What do you mean you need to broaden my horizons? My horizons are very broad, thank you very much. What are you talking about? Well, I also have the name of a song which I think will make us both millions... But I might have to tell you that off air. Why can't you tell? What well, just the name of a song? Yes. Have you not got the song? No. Well, I've I've done the I've done the hard bit. The title. The titling. Yes. Okay. Can, can you tell us? Can, I don't want to talk to you off air. It's a phone-in show. You've got my number for three, um, uh, for th- three hours a night. So, What's so, the title, George? Yeah. It's it's um. What's the title, George? It's it's the the Warcast says pain, like the war the Warcast. The Warcast says pain. What's the what's a Warcast? Like like a forecast, but for war. Okay, but you've got not got any lyric or any tune. Well, that's. That's where I need you and Catherine. Okay. Well, surely, if if, if everything is pre-planned and pre-written, then surely you can the script, the song is rewritten, isn't it? Is written already? What? Well, I when me and Peter Cook smoked oh, a God. thousand joints, we we spoke to a, a ninth-dimensional being, and yes, okay. he told me that you would write the song. Okay, God, you're so frustrating, George. Well, that's just your opinion, isn't it? And scene. Well wow. played. Well, well played. You got you've got the part. Thank you. Oh, Matt, that is wonderful. I if I've, I want to give you like a BAFTA or an Oscar or a rim or something. Well, I want to. I want to thank you for that. That was the only a- thing that was lacking was um, George's laugh, which sort of goes. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Now, now, you've got the part in the new series of the, the Late Night Alternative as Rainbow George. Thank you. Thank you. That was really good. That was incredible. <laughs> the only problem with, with that was it was quite interesting. That's the only problem. And he was reasonable. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I have. Uh, I'm not going to. I don't want to bang on about this. I tweeted about it, uh, but I'm gonna, I've got a key ring today. Bang I've got on a, about it. I'm gonna, I don't want to bang on about it because people find it boring, right? And people think I'm oh, doing it to show off. Yeah, I'm showing off a little bit. I got a year clean today, man. 
a year and a day ago, I was shoving cocaine up my nose and watching porn for like 24 hours and was miserable and wanted to die. Um, and then the, what are we now? Is it the 27th? The 27th of March, 2018. I, I didn't, I stopped taking drugs and that was it. And then a year clean now and I got a key ring. And uh, and I mentioned it on Twitter, and I was thinking, well, should I mention it on Twitter? It is actually going to cause me a couple of problems in a couple of areas in my life where I, I, I told specific people I hadn't used again, but it was too close to the scene of the crime. So a couple of people will go, mm, I thought, but, but that's fine. I can deal with that. That's not a problem. Um, but it, uh, the reason I'm the reason I'm saying it is because I had 13 years, and then I relapsed for about three months, maybe just maybe a week or two over three months. Um, and then I got back in recovery. And the only reason I'm sharing it, two reasons. One, actually, all right, it's, it's fair play. It's quite good for the ego. We're not. We're supposed to keep this stuff secret, for, separate from press, radio, and films. But you know what? But also, I'm do. I'm saying it so that uh, anybody else who is struggling with booze and alcohol knows that it can be stopped. Anybody else who's who's had a relapse and is too ashamed to go back to meetings or therapy or church or um treatment or whatever it is that worked for you the first time that actually there's no shame in it you get welcomed back with open arms you might get a bit of a oh you silly sod but you get welcomed back to these places with open arms so the quicker you can get back into whatever it was that worked for you the first time um the the the, the quicker you can start getting clean and that there is a, there is an option there is an alternative it doesn't have to be uh, as lousy as that. So I'm a year, uh, 13 years, and I, I, I shoved that up my nose. I'm a year clean. It can be done. Hang in there, kids. Uh, everything is possible. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Nigel. Right. <laughs> got on quicker, didn't I? Sorry? I got on quicker. I didn't have to wait. We've not got many calls. No, not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight, Josephine. No, I got your um, shopping... It about, came, did it? About half, about half nine. Brilliant. Wicked? Pardon? Yeah, I've got it. Thanks. Thanks very much for the shopping. It's a pleasure. How's everything going today? Um, I, well, I went in, no one's rung me about from from age concern or, or um, social services. And okay. So that's, um, the sooner I can get that sorted out, the better, yeah. really. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, obviously... I can't pay any bills till I get my money. No. So I need to pay, pay the electric, submit on the electric bill and um, and uh, the poll tax thing. That's too bad. And then I've got my phone bill, so it's all bills, isn't it? Uh, you need to speak to the companies and tell them you've got no money and see if they can come up with a with a plan to make to yeah. make the payment smaller. Well, well, I am making the payment smaller myself, but well, I can't go through. The well, bills have to be paid no, up quicker. You, no, Nigel, listen, you've really got to listen to me, dude. This this is one of the things you don't do is listen. We are giving you um, ex- specific things you need to do. You need to phone up each of the people you owe money to. And oh, tell- I do. Nigel, I do. please yeah. listen, mate. Yeah. Please listen, yeah. right? Focus just yeah. for a minute. You have to mm. phone them up and say, I have no money to pay this. Can right. I make a smaller payment? Yeah. Because they want the money, right? They'd rather you paid the money over a longer period of time than didn't pay any money at all. No. But if you don't pay the bill up in, in a certain time, they can cut your electric off, can't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they can actually anymore. I don't quite know how it works, but they, oh, but they, they can take you to court. I don't think they can. They can take not, you to court. Yeah. 
Yeah, they can take I'm only a week behind at the moment, anyway. Well, you got to, well. Let's let's keep it a week behind and don't let it get into mm. two, three, four, five, six weeks. That's no. very easily done. No, it's, it's because I told them that I was talking to uh, the MP Helen Grant. Okay. So they know about her, and they've not they've not bothered me since. They haven't been sending me bills or anything. Well, but they will. They haven't forgotten about you though, and they will. No. Yeah. But, but they know I can't pay until next week anyway, so because I told them. Can you pay next week? Yeah, yes, of course I can pay quite a bit next week out of my money. All right, it's just, um, But then, and the, um, the poll tax people, that, where I went to talk about the poll tax in Mason, they don't seem to be too worried about missing a week either. Okay. So there's just the two things sort of, um, and uh, my phone bill's not for it till next month uh, in, in April. Okay. So that's all right. I've thought, I've been I've done quite well really, haven't I? Sorting it sorting it all out. You've you done know? quite well, but you've you, but you've done quite well, yes. Yeah. Sorting yeah. But it you all need out. to you need someone to help you get on top of it. And that, that can't you be me need... or Catherine. You need no. the council or Helen Grant or Age Concern or Mencap right. or someone to get on top of it for you because otherwise it can be prob- it can be problematic. So I haven't spoken to anyone, shown anyone my bills yet. Like, if I'm to sit around the table and show show the the people my bills, the, the social worker. Yeah. But so, so that's not happened yet. But it will happen at Helen Grant's place when they bring me. Brilliant, brilliant, um, brilliant. That's what I'm waiting for. But in it, but but besides besides the bills. Yeah. It's just difficult for me. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. Yeah. And I can't afford to buy a card at the moment, which I want. You know, I well, just haven't got enough money to buy Well, why don't you make a card? That's what my boys do when no, they've got no, no money. No, That's what I did when I had no money. I made a card. Mm, no. Here's the thing, Nigel. Mm. Right, can you hear me? Yes. You can't afford to buy a card. Well, I, need you. I can just about... No, you, Nigel, 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 yeah. I bought you food yesterday because you didn't have enough mm. money for food. You can't... Mm. You've, got to start, you've got to grow up a little bit at the moment, mate. Yeah. You can't yeah. buy a card. No. You can't buy a card. You can't afford it. Food it's and your bills are the only things you should be looking at paying at the moment until you're yeah, in a sure. better position. Yeah. Now, what I meant to say was the um, uh, the blackness and the shock of uh, not being here still, you know, it, it's what's bothering me. Yeah. Clo- I, I feel that things are closing in on me. You know, I get that. I get that. It's tough, dude. Have um, you made an appointment with your doctor? Um, I forgot this morning because I was just t- I was tired. From Nigel, you listen. We are giving you very specific suggestions mm. that will help no, you. No, I went. Sorry, I went round the doctor this afternoon, and the receptionist said that he wouldn't be ha- be able to help me with those things. Don't no, talk, Nigel. Mm. Don't talk to the receptionist about it. You've got to speak to well, the she's doctor. Got to give him a message, and she no, wants to Nigel, Nigel. Yeah. We gave yeah. you really specific things, right? Yeah. Don't tell no. the don't tell the receptionist what you want to see a doctor for. It's none of their business. No. No, you want to no. see the doctor because you're suffering from depression. Well, they shouldn't be asking me questions when you I sh- want to. You don't answer them, Nigel. Mm. Mm. There's only so much we, me and Kath can do, right? And if you're not prepared yeah. to listen, then we're going to have to stop this, right? I can say, I can Nigel, you have to yeah. listen, man. Yeah. Right, you have to listen because this is more serious than you realise. Okay. Mm. You have to make an appointment to see the doctor. You are suffering from a medical condition called depression, I would imagine, Mm. right? So you need to speak to the doctor about your depression. When you are in in with the doctor, 
Stuff the receptionist. It's none of their business. When you are in with the doctor, you talk about the depression, you talk about missing your mum, and you talk about not having enough money for food, and about having to to get a bloke on the radio to buy food for you. You have to tell him yeah. all of that. Yeah. Don't tell the receptionist. It's none of their business. No, no. They try to, to shove you off, don't they? Because they've got so many people, I think. Well, you have a right to see your GP. Mm. Yeah, I'll sort that out, but um, whether it, the, the, the only people that can help me to get more benefits is the, is the social worker. Yeah, the doctor uh, might be able to help you get um, something from a food bank. Yeah, and they'll also right. flag you up to social services. So you need to speak. To, you need to speak to the doctor, right. not the receptionist. Right. But I'm already taking antidepressants already. Okay, Nigel. And they won't uh, Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Okay, mm. Nigel, Nigel. I've, uh, we've yes. told you what we think you should do. Yes, it's up but to I'm you. doing all the things. No, you're yes. not. It's up to you whether you decide to act on that or not. Okay, we've, I've literally just told you what but I you think have you to should wait do. For an appointment, you can't just see him straight away. Okay, Nigel. Yes. Well, I've told you what I think you should do. It's up to you whether you decide yes. to act on it. No, but I've just got to wait for them to contact me because it's been a, it's been nearly a week. Okay, the doctor isn't going to contact you. No, the social worker says. Nigel, I, all right, Nigel. Listen, I'm going to let I'm going to let you go now because yeah. I've told you I've, I've told you what I think you should do. If you choose to act yeah. on that, that's great. And if you if you don't, I I think that you're making a bit of a bad choice. But that's entirely up to you. There's okay? not much you can do to help me, is there? Sorry. Really? There's not much you can do to help uh, with the money side. Um, no. I can. They, um, you know, they can't always give you more money, can they? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Well, I won't know until I speak to somebody. Anyway, yeah, so. but possibly your doctor. No, no, the social workers are the ones that. Okay, that Nigel. All right, Nigel. Listen, I'm going to let you go, mate. You let us know yeah. how it goes on. Maybe we'll. What day is it today? Wednesday. Maybe we'll speak on Friday. Okay. Maybe I, I hear from them by Friday. The, the social workers. Or, I've got. The, I don't know, dude. You need. To, you need to speak to Helen Grant again, and you need to speak to your doctor. Yeah. Well, she wasn't there today. I went in. Okay. All right, Nigel. Listen, I'm there. going to let you go. Maybe we'll speak okay. on Friday, okay? No no worries. And I, I, I'm coping well. Good luck. All right. Thank you, Nigel. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal mattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, Catherine, what have you got? Oh, so much stuff. I was going to say, I've written some messages and updates to various organisations today about Nigel, so I just hope something gives soon. Here's the thing, right? Some, some of you might have thought that sounded a bit harsh, and, and if you were listening to the show last night when I, I bought Nigel a second shop and I was wondering whether that was the right thing or not to do, he's got food for you know, maybe 10 days or so, and then when I did the chit-chat club last night, and I was it was very brief, but it was thinking, well, uh, have, we, have we done the right? Have we done the right thing? And 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 Catherine and I, we are more than happy to take calls from people who are struggling. Of course we are, and that's not, not going to change. Certainly not in the near future. More than happy. To, and if there is anything we can do to help, then we will. But we have both decided, both agreed that we kind of need to set some boundaries. Um, and that maybe buying two food shops... I'm, I'm cool that I bought two food shops, but but that that will be it. So we certainly can't give out money, as, as Nigel has asked for a couple of times, and uh, I know a couple of other people have kind of got in touch with me and saying, hey, that's great what you've done for Manny and, and Nigel. I really need a few quid to... I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Every now and then I'll see like a, go, a random GoFundMe and I'll put a few quid in, but... I, I can't help 
everyone. Apart from anything else, it, it doesn't help in the long term. Because no. what Nigel needs and what a lot of the people we've been talking to need is a long-term commitment. They need to be on social services radar for a start. And they need someone to be going, who's local, to be going and checking up on them and to make sure that... They're not left. Yes. They're not left to flounder, which is what's happening. And also, it's a slightly different situation with Nigel. So let's put him to one side for a second. But there have been a couple of other people. I'm not going to say any names, but the blind gentleman who called in the other day um, and had attempted to kill himself and stuff. And Kath put in a lot of work, a lot of work at the weekend, um, contacting people in his area that could that could help him and organisations. A lot of work. And we were told twice that he would, he told us twice he would come on the show to talk about it and go through it. And he chose not to. And that's cool. I'm not making any way making a judgment against him. That's cool. But, um, but, but I think in that situation, till he, until he gets in touch and says, right, I'm ready for help now. The blind gentleman, not Nigel says, I'm ready for help now. We can't do any more. Any of the organisations that Catherine has, has got in touch with, they get back in touch now. We'll, obviously, we'll, we'll send them his way. But we can't do any more. It, it's unfair to ask you, Catherine, to give up a big chunk of your weekend. Oh, that was a big chunk. T- to uh, try and arrange help for someone who then then doesn't take that help. Even though they've asked for it, then doesn't take that help. And there's no point, I know from experience, from being the, the person who needed help and also trying to help others, you can't force help on someone. They won't take it, or if they take it begrudgingly, it's useless, worse than useless. It creates resentment and anger and bitterness. So with with the, the, the blind guy, we're kind of, we've got a step back from that. We have decided, I think, haven't we? Until he phones up and says, okay, I'm ready for help. Could you give me some of those numbers now? Because there's nothing more... We could do it. It's great having Hassan on yesterday to talk about it. That might have helped him if he listened. That might have helped somebody else. But but the situation with Nigel is slightly different because there is, and I'm going to speak in you know broad brushes here because we don't know the situation. But I make up there is some form of learning difficulty, shall we say, um, which means that his perception and his understanding of the importance of stuff and instructions and suggestions, his understanding of those things is not as clear as it would be if I was to suggest something to Catherine, for example. If I were to suggest Catherine needs to do this and maybe she'd want to talk to this, she can reason and, and decide whether she does it or not. Nigel doesn't seem, his brain doesn't seem to quite work in that way. Yeah. And, you know, the suggestions of getting a crowdfunder together, I feel like we could give him quite a big quantity of money and it would still go the same way because at the moment um, he's just... You know, he's he's just not capable of organising himself that way. But then here's but then here's the thing. Let us let's have this conversation. Here's the thing with Nigel, is he he he's gonna he's gonna you know money is and we knew we said this off air when his mum died. We went uh oh, uh oh. This is gonna be the money's gonna be interesting. He's been protected and looked of after. Yeah, of course, yeah. She sounds like she's done a, a great job. She sounds like a great woman, but a great woman that hadn't actually prepared for the the inevitability of her passing before him. And we said this is going to be this is going to be interesting how this plays out. And we were both, you know, the moment that she that she died, we're like, okay, I mean, this is this, this this ain't going to be good. And I can see it happening. And I can I can see um, him getting kicked out of that house. I can see him being. I can see all kinds of horrible things where he's homeless and where he is. So as a human being, as a humanist, you know, who's brought up a Christian. I'm not Christian now, but I was brought up a Christian you know, and a humanist and a human. I, I can't, I can't let a bloke go hungry. No, 
I can't let a bloke go hungry. And if no one's going to step in, I, I can't say no to buying him food, even though I know that's not the thing. I don't know, Kath. I don't know. It's a real quandary. It's a real ethical quandary. I still hold out hope that someone's going to step in. I, you know, I've made the right phone calls. I'm hearing the right noises. It just needs action and it needs it quickly. Mm. It really does. So, let's hope. Um, but I, yeah, let, I don't really see what more we can do. Let's play, um, let's play an uplifting song that I think will, I think is really going to, um, I think this is going to help us. This is, this is what, this is something, hang on. This is, um, this is something that we all need right now, more than ever, I think. Whack the computer up, Sam, this is something we all need. Here we go. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. It's what we all need now. It's what we all need now. It's what we all need <laughs> right now. I'm fine for faith, thanks. Okay, well, okay, well, you if, might you, if it involves licking bodies and putting it in thing, the hole. Here's the thing: you might be fine for faith, right? Oh, but I tell you, but no, you might be fine for faith. But I tell you what, everybody needs. What the world needs now. Is love, sweet love. Set off a great big glass of wine. It's the only thing that there's not another love. It's got a Laz. Good evening, Laz. Hey, well, that was beautiful. Well done, guys. Thank you. We're beautiful human beings. I get well. I I can't see you, but I'm I'm assuming that's true. But it, the singing, I mean, wow! Just you sound like a fire in a pet shop. But as long as you're <laughs> people, people looks wise, then I'm happy to go with that. Well, here's here's the thing. Interesting thing, Laz. Um, which uh, he's saying you're hot. Yeah, it, well, he, he's he, well, he, he's mistaken because you're not allowed to actually sell pets in pet shops anymore. So Are you not? no, you're not. So actually, the fire would just be uh, be crackling. It'll be crackling, be and I like the sound. That. Stop playing with your boobs, please, Catherine. I'm not playing with my boobs. Stop playing no, with your you titties. Crack on, Catherine. <laughs> she's, playing with, she's, playing with, she's playing with her titties and adjusting her panties. This is great, man. I should really come in live one day instead of being on the phone. Instead of being, instead of being a pre-recorded phone call. <laughs> Catherine is playing with her titties and adjusting not, her panties. I am not doing anything with either of those things. Lads, what can we, what can we do for you this evening before I punch you in the eye? Oh. Well, I'm more than happy to listen to more of what Cass doing, but, uh, I mean... 
I'm talking about being punched in the eye. I am actually training for a fight that I've got on Saturday, boxing, and I wanted to thank you lots for calming my nerves over the week because I've been listening while I've been in the gym and it's been great. And some of the music you play as well is yeah. spot on because I listen to Slade in the gym. Slade? listening to it on this show. is superb. You listen to Slade? Yeah, yeah. Hey, get in there, man. What's the, what, what's the Slade track that's um, going to get you to win the fight? Oh, mate, Run, Run Away. I love that that's one. That's a great song. Oh, mate, I, I, Here we I go. was just listening to that earlier. This is what you want. This is what you want. This is the song you want. <laughs> this is what you want. This is going to get it going for you. Yes, man. Here oh, we go. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah? Here we go. Look at that. Hang on, it's going to kick off in a minute. Here we go. This man's arm must be killing. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. Here it comes. I hope the aisle is long because it's a short walk down and <laughs> you have to you have to do laps. Here we go. <laughs> Of the think, building, yeah. I think it uh, is. it broken again? There's, some, there's Eye of the Tiger broken. He's been yet. messing with the Eye of the Tiger. There's Paul Ross broken Eye of the Tiger again. Has he poured coffee on it? <laughs> Can't do that. We'll, we'll it's just all have sticky. it. Um, so, what is it? Boxing or, or are you a real tough guy? MMA, my, my sport, my sport of choice, MMA. Is it now? Absolutely not a tough guy, just boxing. Oh, you're pussy. Just okay. Okay, just a pussy. Just getting punched in the face. Hey, are you, are you, here's the thing, right? When I was a kid, you'd watch films, mm-hmm. big films, big films. Uh-huh. And if there was a boxing match, you, I don't know if you're allowed to do this or if it worked, they would put, quite often the boxer would put a, um, a, a horseshoe. In the glove, you know, uh, like no, Nor- like Norman Wisdom or, or, or Popeye. Popeye. They put a boxing uh, a, a horseshoe in the thing. Are you allowed to do that? And if not, well, then you do it before you go in the ring, obs. And would it would it work? Do you think? Do you think you could knock a guy out with a horseshoe in your boxing glove? Well, I mean, my trainer is brilliant anyway, but. Considering the advice you've given me tonight to turn up like Norman Wisdom, I can't really fail to win. Night, <laughs> you want nice long, um, sort of white g- cotton shorts that go below yeah. your knee. You I want... see. Yeah, with the socks on. Yeah, the, the socks on. Yes, yeah, so, so what you want. You want the big old brown boxing gloves. I know this this smart reds, the big old brown ones. Yes, mate. Um, I got get, you. And get in. There. Well, who are you, who are you fighting, lads? Who's this loser you're going to pummel into the ground on Saturday? <laughs> Who's this scumbag? <laughs> Well, I can't really, I can't really slate him. All the money we, are, all the money we are raising from the fight is going to cancer research. So, fair hey, play this to could the be opponent. It. This could yeah. be it. This could be, this could be just the thing that tips them over the edge, and they manage to find the cure because because you've battered somebody. Well, well, l- I could go on. get Cass to sit in the corner and play with her boobies. I mean, just to Outrageous. distract him. I mean, we. Well, I prance around like Norman Wisdom. Uh, listen, Laz, we wish you the best of luck. Um, Thank you. If you win, give us a call on Monday. And if you lose, I never want to hear from you again, you scumbag. Well, for the last time I ever speak to you, it's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure then. Thank you very much. Can I chuck my just giving out to you? Yeah, go on, go on, go on, go on. He's a boxer. I'm not going to say no to a boxer. He'll batter me. <laughs> go on, Laz, go on. It's justgiving.com forward slash lesbian. So L A Z B I A N. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lars. Good luck. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> Come on. I mean. <laughs> oh. 
No, MMA is where it's at. MMA. Oh, I've seen MMA. MMA. They sit on each other, don't they? Yeah, well, Hard. some of them, some of them shat themselves. <laughs> they have. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes, it's great. But MMA, I like MMA. I like caged MMA. I like um, uh, stepladder MMA. You seen the stepladder fights? You seen the stepladder fights where there's like a a briefcase full of money at the top of stepladder? Have you seen those? And you've got to get up the top of the stepladder and you've got to get the thing. But the thing is, the thing is. If you're at the top of the stepladder and everyone's still alive, then they can just... just not a problem. They can, it's not, like not, me getting into my loft. No, they can knock the stepladder down. So you've got, to be, you've got to be on it. I love that. I like um, uh, a new sport that I'm developing where it's it's RMMA, real mixed martial arts. Yeah. And you're allowed to take nunchucks. Shots. You're allowed to take three-sectional stuff, shuriken, the throwing stars, um, uh, butterfly knives. You're allowed to take the works in there. Having a little bit of trouble getting Guitar. it past. No, having a little bit of trouble getting it past the uh, the authorities. But um, so. I mean, this is still broken. This is still. We'll keep playing. Maybe it'll it'll reboot itself. In my a um, granddad on my father's side was um, champion bullshitter, right? But wow. some of the stories he told me were true. Just watch your language a little bit. But you know, out. this is going out on the radio. It's fine. There's no it's watershed fine. on radio, actually. Well, you say worse. No, I don't actually. Yeah, you do. Uh, like what? Well, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, you end it with a swear, so... Well, I don't listen to the podcast because I'm not a sucker. Anyway, he told a lot of uh, tall tales, let's say, yeah. but the one that was true was that he was a champion bare-knuckle fighter. He used to go to the fairground and win money. Yeah. Like boxing people. In front of people. Strangers and that. Yeah, I'd do that. No, no gloves, though. I would do that. I would do a bare-knuckle fight. Do you remember when Ricky Gervais and Grant Bovey had a fight? Yeah. Was that real? Or was yeah, that, it was, was real. They were, they were going to make a series of it. I think that was for Comic Relief, and they were going to make a series. Didn't but Bob Mortimer did one. Who did Bob Mortimer fight? Must have been someone. Did Bob Mortimer fight? I want to say... I want to say Keith Chegwin. Nelly, who did Bob Mortimer fight? Was it Keith Chegwin? Uh, Les Dennis. It was Les Dennis, wasn't it? It was Les Dennis. Well, that's fairly even. Fairly even. I think it was Les Dennis, actually. Yeah. Oh, well. Nelly, what can we do for you? Right, I'll start now. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Catherine. I just wanted to talk... Do we have, hang on, do we have a regular uh, French caller? Like a, a, a doddery old French man that phones up? Because if not, who is he doing? I don't know. OK, let's carry on. Let's hope, he, let's hope he, he, he says the person's name yeah. that he's being. Yeah. My name is Michael Caine. Well, yeah, and like now that. I'm me. Yeah. Uh, good evening, Ian. Good, good evening, Catherine. I, I, I wanted to uh, talk to you about the... Uh, the, uh, the Brexit vote and the chaos of this g- g- government and the, the usher, usher, ushering in of if you're if you're uh, 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 Nelly if you're if you're uh, let me just stop for a second Loverman. let me just stop for a second if you're being Jerry this is in very poor taste <laughs> very poor taste I hope you're not no, no, that's what it sounds like to welcome in, well, it is time to welcome in a a, a government where all of the world under one rainbow flag uh, ushers in a new, new 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 world of love and and uh, rainbow under a government. 
soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000, Ian and Kath, weeknights from 10. Listen on DAB, download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ian and Cuff. Good evening, John. Are you okay? <clears throat> oh, all right. A bit windy, pops actually. <clears throat> well, that's that's nothing really, is it? <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm really <laughs> concerned about poor Nigel. You know, um, I, I think he, he's really a victim of circumstances. The, the, the way things are going. Um, oh, a victim of circumstance. Who was that? That was um, that was Curly Stooge. Oh, I don't even know what that was. But um, you know, you, 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 you're trying your best to help them out, um, and, and you're contacting different organisations. Um, but I was struggling at one time, and like, I, w- I wondered if you've, if you've, if you've ever considered contacting Age Concern. Yep, yep. Because they were a great help to me. How did they help you? By the way, it's pretty unlikely that Kath hasn't thought of someone. Um, but go on, how did they help you? Well, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, like, um, for benefit-wise, like, I, like I, I've struggled um, physically for years, and, I, and I've got by. But I, I did tell you a while ago about what, what happened to me and... Um, and it, it happened well uh, uh, mentally. I, I couldn't really go to work because it's. Um, I won't explain it, um, but I can't. Simple as that, you know. Okay, there you go. Um, but uh, when I went to the doctors, um, the, and I tried to explain to them, um, they the, 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 the give me a, like a, a newly qualified psychologist, I think. To, um, to try and diagnose us, but um, it, w- it was way beyond. I was a bit deeper than her, so she she like um, forwarded us on to somebody else, and and I think that's what what Nigel needs to be going through, you know. Yeah. Well, this is partly why we're suggesting he goes and sees a doctor. Aye. And age concern of um, uh, are on the case. Yeah, he spoke to them yesterday. Yeah. Men cap are asking about him, so they want to try well, and organise something. Yeah, it's concern. I, I don't know how they are now, but I mean, like at the time they were they were fine, but I, like afterwards, I think they were going through a bit of a, um, 
problem with uh, funding and stuff. Everyone's going through problems yeah, with that's the thing. Uh, All of these organisations that help people are struggling. They phoned him yesterday, so they are interested, and they tr- you know they're trying. But oh, yeah, well, but everyone's everyone's tr- all these organisations. CAB they they um, changed the way CAB was funded. Um, everybody's everybody. This, this is this is what a lot of it comes down to. Is money. Well, I would just like to jump in them, like they're yeah, no, good, concerned good. because they good. they helped me a hell of a lot, you know. Okay, well, good. Um, well, fingers crossed, they'll be able to do something for uh, uh, old Nige, big old Nige. I hope he gets all the help he needs. Fingers crossed. You're a good man, John. Thank you for that. Okay. Good night. Tutty bye. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. I'm 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 from Wales. I'm I'm going up. I'm from Wales. Good night. I'm a Jordy. I'm a Jordy. I'm a Jordy. I'm a Jordy man. I'm a I'm a Jordy man. A Sabbath Scottish. Um, let me just uh, hang on, Geordie. Geordie's more. Um, do you want a Ferrero Rocher while you're wait? Here we go. 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 It's an advert. Oh, They're an advert. You're not welcome. Here, let's try this. Let's try this. Hi everyone. So a while ago, I did uh, some videos on accents, and Holly one Matthews. of the popular ones was my own accent. So I thought it would be useful just to do okay. another version. Learn now, I totally never, ever plan any of my videos. So I just I like speak. And then if it makes any sense, people... It's like our show. Wicked. If it doesn't, then... Soz. Okay. So I'll just keep talking. Soz. So like my accent softened a lot. So I'm going to thicken it up slightly. Okay. Just so you okay, can hear the proper sounds of Geordie. Proper sound. Um, my accent softened because I haven't lived my accent in Newcastle. My accent Newcastle. Newcastle. Newcastle upon Tyne. Newcastle upon Tyne. East of England. This is quite offensive. about... 40 10 years. For 10 years. So it just means that I've spent 10 years in my having to be understood. So I've understood. had to slow down. 10 years. Because Geordie accent will speak really, really fast. It's been really, really fast. Um, 10 years. And I've had to really enunciate okay. what I'm saying to make myself understood to, and not be a slang make, to, because obviously I want to be understood. So I've had to soften right. it, but I've still got a Geordie accent. Harden it now. Harden it for I me. I guess a posher Geordie accent. Gonna jump accent. You always... I find that when people try and do the Geordie yes. accent, they tend to do more of a Sunderland accent, no. which is um, it's near. It's a city that's nearby. Nearby, but it's not the same accent, and, and certainly same there's accent. a lot of rivalry between the two cities. <laughs> so if you get it wrong, you'll be in trouble. Okay, certainly football oh, rivalry. Okay, um, okay, so they, you they tend, Sunderland tends to be slightly softer in the way it's, okay. it's said. So, for example, example, we would say book, book for what you read, a book, a book, a book, a book, a book. <laughs> A book, book in Geordie, or a book would be kind of book. It's kind of soft, book. slightly different. Book in a big book. Really, with the Geordie, you've got to really go for it. Book school, school speak, speak, leak. Fight. You've got to really give it. And it, it feels really weird for people who who um don't speak it natively. Thankfully for me, it's my accent, so it's not effort. But ah! my husband's saying to us, he'll say like it must be loads of effort. To speak okay, okay. You got it now. I got it. Hey, hey, you got it. You bastard. Oh. A book? You want a book in your face? I, I was, cut your eyes out. Oh. Aye, I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care. I swear, I swear to God, man, I'm going to do it now in the street right now. I didn't care. How are you? Hmm? How are you? Okay, well, now you're being silly. 0344. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, Catherine. Get this. Yeah, go on. 75-year-old woman who was adopted by a black couple when oh, she was a young child yes. waited 70 years before discovering that she was white. Oh, okay. 
Verda Bird of Converse, Verda Texas. Bird? Yeah, Verda Bird. Verda Bird. It sounds, that sounds Jordy. Verda Bird, I didn't care. Verda Bird, I didn't care. Says that she lived her life under the assumption that she was an African-American. Ouch. The woman, formerly known as Jeanette Beagle, was born in September 1942 into a family of ten children. When her father, Earl Beagle, walked out on the family in 1943, her mother, Daisy, was severely injured after falling in a trolley accident. Can I just say, that's like trams. Yeah. Can I just say, let's bring back the name Earl. Let's bring it back. Earl. Earl. That's a great name. Let's bring back the name Earl. Continue over civil play. So when that happened, the trolley accident, the children were removed from the home. Jeanette was then adopted by Ray and Edwina Wagner, a financially secure black family in Newton, All right, mate. Kansas. We, uh, actually, the, the colour isn't important. I don't know why you well, keep making it. Well, it is that. important because she thought colour she was black. Colour isn't important. Race, the, race. Uh, I'm surprised you're mentioning race, sexuality and gender in this. It's not important. Continue. Man, but you're try, so woke. Uh, yeah, I am actually. And you're so cis. I don't know what cis means. Cis means that you were born a gender. But, but what does cis mean? It means that if I'm cis female, it yes. means that I am but does it st- not trans. No, I know that. But does cis stand for something? Cisgender. It's cis Caught is... Caught in situ or something. I think it's I think it's from Latin. Okay. I okay, I don't care what country it's from. I just want to know, does it stand for something? Yeah. Okay. So the couple then changed the girl's name to Verda Ann Wagner. She lived, uh, thanks to her father, who earned a good living as a railway porter and was always regarded as a fair-skinned black child. Please, you keep mentioning this. It's the whole point of this. the story, man. I'm going to ask you to... Uh, man, man now, is it? Wow. This man. I'm going to ask you to try and do the story again, start from the beginning, no. but without mentioning colour no. or race. Well, it's the point. Well, it... It, it isn't. We're it's the all, entire point. Well, it, if you let me finish. It literally isn't. We're all if you hu- stop mansplaining the story all, to me. We're all human you beings. Heard the story. We're all human beings. We're all we're all one. Some of us more human than others. Exactly. Thank you. I'm glad. At last, we're getting somewhere, Catherine. We're all human beings. Um, I don't even know what colour you are. I don't know. I'm see through. My adopted mother, Edwina Wagner, never told me she'd adopted a white baby. She oh, said. we go again. She took it to her grave that she had a white daughter. If this was a white family adopting a black baby. Would you mention it? No, because it's irrelevant. I would if the I would if no, the black baby thought she was white. Yeah, you, I would. All right, what if it was a Muslim? You wouldn't speak to them like you're speaking to me. What? In 2013, Edwina Wagner re- revealed to Verda that she'd been adopted, though she didn't reveal anything about her real parents. God, so it was only recently she found out she was adopted. That's when Verda decided to search for her biological parents. Okay. And she was shocked by what she discovered. I was shocked. It was unbelievable, she said, when talking about her reaction to the news that she and her biological siblings were white. I grew up not questioning birth or anything else because I was never told I was, I was born white. Bird's, I was shocked. Bird's story is now the subject of an autobiography, 70 Years of Blackness. She's going on about I it. I was shocked. She's allowed to. She's a black woman. I was shocked. She's not, though. Well, then she shouldn't be allowed to go on about it. Either she is or she isn't. You've got to make your mind up. She first revealed her story in 2015, around the same time when the nation was riveted by the story of Rachel Dolezal. That was shock. Dolezal? Okay, I'll say, my name is Jessa and I am a massive racist. Is a former NACAP leader in Washington State whose life unraveled after she was outed as a white woman pretending to be black. That was shock. Dolezal, who legally... Wow who legally changed her name to Ketchy Diallo in 2016, was charged last year with theft by welfare fraud, perjury and false verification for public assistance. 
Wow. Why does life have to be so unfair? Anyway, thanks for taking my job seriously, the fact I'm trying to tell your story seriously, you know, and appreciate me as a person. I really, I'm really glad. Don't be so silly, cat. Oh, 0344. I just want this to be a safe zone, and I just think you mentioning race, as much as you did in that story, will have left certain members of um, our listening community feeling a little bit vulnerable. And I don't want that to happen. And I look forward to hearing the inevitable apology. Uh, let's go... Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Ah, someone pretending to be Andre. Someone auditioning for the Andre role. Away you go, Andre. Well, my old friends here in Essex, it's really wonderful at the moment. This is, this the lawns terrible. are really nice. My tulips are coming up lovely. My chrysanthemums, my roses, everything. It's really beautiful weather. This is this. awful. This is a terrible Andre impression. Awful. This is really wonderful, this is. No, it's awful. It's the worst Andre impression we've had. You, you're even worse. Well, well, I mean, he, well, not even well, he's that drunk. Well, well Kathy, you, 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 you're really comical with your words again. Can you talk a bit more for me? Do you take the penis from your mouth? That's a bit rude, on right? No, this is terrible. We're going to let you go. What's your real name? Um, um... I don't know. David Brewer me, I think. OK, that was the worst Andre impression I've ever heard in my life. I mean, what a ridiculous person. Awful. Oh, three. Got another hour. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome. The switchboard is empty, so now would be a great time to rack up some calls so uh, we can dash to after the news. The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Oh, hi Ian. Hi Kath. How are you doing? Hello, Pete. I believe you're in uh, the country that we we used to call Australia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Fantastic. listening to your on hold music, which is absolutely awful. Excuse me, I beg your pardon. What? Well, hang on a minute. What, 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 what the hell are you talking about? You're gonna get punched in the face. Uh, anyway, what have you got, uh, uh, Simon Cowell? Simon Cowell. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. What? Hello, Pete. What can we do for you? Um. Well, I've been a, a long time listener, and okay. uh, I kind of uh, thought it was about time I gave you a call and said how much I enjoy the show every day. Bumbling, huh? okay. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I used to um, listen a lot to Alex Lester on uh, Radio Two uh, through well. Because he was on his show through the night here. Oh right, yeah. yeah. Then he got he got the boot. Did they didn't they did they automate him? Did they try and automate him in the end? Then they replaced him with something, didn't they? Obviously. I don't know. Yeah, okay. it was kind of like um, I think it was pre-recorded shows and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah, right and then is. I surfed around a bit and I came across um, uh, James Well, which I used to listen to a fair bit. Years and years and years ago. Long, long time ago, yeah. That guy was, it was a long, yeah. long time ago when he was famous, yeah. With with Mike Dickin. Mike, yeah, you, lo- you love Mike's Dickin, of course. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah? <laughs> and then um, I happened across him, and then I heard you doing a Zippy impression. 
on the, on the radio, and I thought, oh, that sounds quite good fun, so I just carried on listening. That's it, and this is what we're famous so, for, the Zippy. We, are, we used to be called the Zippy Show until uh, we were sued by ITV. <laughs> um, button 3 sued us for copyrighted characters. But you were on yesterday, and I didn't get a chance to call you yesterday, um, about people fighting in Australia. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yes, that was it. That was I, uh, I was in the queue at a rugby game oh, maybe a couple, two or three weeks ago, and uh, I was with my wife, and we were queuing up to get beer. Yeah. It was a long queue. Yeah. It would be in Australia. And I uh, let myself down, as it were. You, and you shit your pants. recording... Yeah, she recording horror and said, what the hell have you done? Mm. And the bloke in front of me gave me a pretty dirty look, but the blokes behind me, who probably would have caught the worst of it, yeah. didn't stop in conversation. So, yeah. What you should have done is wandered up to near the front of the queue and done it there and, and shortened, <laughs> decimated the queue. Yeah, well, I have got another mate of mine that I heard about through his wife. Um, he lives in Perth. Yeah, um, and he was on a on a job working in a house, and he was putting up some new doors or windows or something, and he had to take a crap real bad. Oh and God! There was an abandoned so fridge out on the country. front lawn. There was a fridge. <laughs> oh no! Come on, no, not in the fridge. <laughs> so Francis went out to the the fridge, which was put out for collection for the scrap man. The um, scrap man sidled up to this fridge and crapped in the fridge and closed the lid and walked off. Yeah. This begs the question, what are you guys eating over there? Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite in the uh, prawns. They're getting the they're getting their shrimps out. They're getting their shrimps out and uh, putting it in hotting it up in the bush. You're putting your shrimp in the bush or in the or out back. Where's your shrimp going, mate? I've been eating a lot of that chipotle sauce recently, so I reckon that's probably got a fair bit. Chipotle sauce and on my prawn, and I want to put my prawn in the bush. My prawn wants to go in the bush, but if it won't fit in the bush, then it'll go out back, whether you like it or not. We're going, we got the prawns going out back. Well, it sounds like you're having a marvellous time full of culture and entertainment and art in Australia. A charming place. Well, yeah, yeah, really. It's just highlights all the time, really, isn't it? You yes. know? You're living the dream. You're living the dream. How long have you been out there, Pete? Um, over 11 years now. Okay. So, what, 12? So, yeah. I'm originally from Cornwall. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, Sorry. Pete. Well, listen. Thank you for listening abroad. Um, you're you're slightly okay. less important than the British listeners because you don't count as part of our figures. <laughs> but right, but we're glad that you're. I'm teasing. You're you're all important. Give us a call anytime you want, Pete. Nice to talk to you, mate. Hey, um, uh, belated happy birthday to Nigel as well. Oh I'm yeah, like, Nigel's uh, birthday. I remember. Yeah, we're all hoping that everything works out. Just thank you, mate. Too. You're you're a good man, Pete. It's nice to talk to you. Thank you very much, and thank you for being a good sport. Um, okay, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's see where this goes. Good evening, Bobby. Hello. Hello, Bobby. Hello. Um, I just want to say that I get. I just want to say that you've helped me through a lot because I get bullied at school and listen to you just cheers me up. Hey, nicer man. Can you switch your radio off for a second, Bobby? Because otherwise it gets a bit confusing because of the old uh, delaying tune that we have. 
There we go. That's better. Um, I am sorry to hear you get bullied at school, man. That must be uh, well. That, that that must be tough. Yeah. Um, is there is there any? Do they give you any reason why they do it, or have they just kind of singled you out? It's just I don't really have many friends in there. Yeah, I get that, man. I get that. Um, have you got any friends? Um, I've got a couple, yeah. Okay, okay. And are they are they cool friends or are they idiots? Yeah, they're good. Okay, because, you know, if, if, you, if you've got a couple and they're idiots, that's no good. But if they're cool, then you're in. Um, yeah. And how is, when you say getting bullied, what kind of bullying is it? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to answer. Um, it's mostly just um, not physical, but tormenting, really. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's nothing that can, there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, he's gone. All right, thank you, Bobby. I appreciate that. Thank you, Bobby. I hope everything's all right there. Let's go to John. Good evening, John. I'll read you. I'll read Kath. I know you don't normally have callers on twice in one show, but I just thought I'd give you our ring back so I could talk a bit about my town lake. Oh, here we go. This is John from early. Is it John from earlier? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Okay. Hi, Kenny. Hi, John. Hi. Hey. Okay. This Hi. sounds more like John than John sounds like. It does sound a lot more like John. Well, Hi. Don't do. Well, don't do that. Hi. Are we? No, no, you don't. So go on. Tell us about it, pet. He didn't care. Hi. Well, you know, like people just never talk about the castle. You know, like we've had like Biker Grove. We've had mm. Jossie's Giants in the past, and we've had musical superstars like Jimmy Neal and uh, Anton Deck. You know, and Jane it's just weird. Mm, you know, people mm. don't talk about Newcastle enough, like, if you ask me. So what do you think about Geordie Shaw? Geordie Shaw? Oh, I can't stand that, like... Nah, they just give they just give my beautiful tuna bad name, you know? <laughs> right. they, tell you what, they've told me the term Raj Packet. We're not really like that, you know? We're all, like, pretty down to earth. We're just like a kind of Newkey Brown, you know? What is it? I've been, I haven't been to Newcastle for a while. I've only been, I think I've been to Newcastle twice. And the, 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 the kind of the joke about Newcastle is true. What near cuts? Near cuts. <laughs> well, that sounds a bit rough, doesn't it? I've got to be careful saying that. That the lassies in November, the December, lassies. January, February, when it's freezing, will go out in little tiny short little dresses mm-hmm. and um and, and near cuts. <laughs> got to be careful saying that because that near could court. be near near cut. I've got to be honest, like, the, the lasses in your castle, some of them are a bit rough, you know? No, they're beautiful. Beautiful women all over the country. Beautiful Newcastle. Nah. What is the thing, John and, and Catherine, what is the thing with women? I, I get shoes being uncomfortable, right? My shoes are uncomfortable the other day, and I took them off when I was inside, but when I was outside, I kept them on. What is it with women taking off shoes after a night yeah. out and walking barefoot? Yeah, I've done that. Barefoot. No socks, mm-hmm. no tights, no mm-hmm. stockings. Barefoot. On like city pavements that are covered in flob and dog poo and um, spaff and glass and bogies and blood and disease and AIDS. All of this stuff is on the floor. And they're just walking around barefoot. Right. What is that about? OK, well, John, do you want to handle this one or, or shall I do it? Well, you know, you can take the reins, Kath. <laughs> you know? If you've been dancing all night and you're a bit drunk, right... Those shoes were probably not comfortable when you put them on, but you bear with it, right? And it takes a certain amount of skill to walk in high heels full stop, right? Of course it does, of course it does. So I would do it just to say, when I do dress up as a woman, I will, I will look forward to that. Yeah, well, it, it, it's a different walking technique. I think I'm going to go for knee-length black leather boots. Well, good luck with that. Some FMBs. I've got to be honest, like so, some of the guys wear those like on the tune on a Saturday night, you know? Beautiful. 
Beautiful. It's 2019. They can wear what they want. So the the long boots like that cover the hairy legs, you know. Aye, why aye? Aye, aye. That's right. You know. Talking about they probably shave the legs. They're all very groomed in Newcastle. I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I get the feeling you're trying to mock my accent here. No, I don't. I didn't even know what you're saying. I didn't even know what you're saying, like. Anyway. We've, got a beautiful, we've got a beautiful bridge here, you know, as well. The Tyne Bridge. Have you ever heard of that? Aye, I, I didn't even know the Tyne Bridge. Aye, well, it's, it's like one of our most famous landmarks, but unfortunately it was made down in Middlesbrough, you know. Aye, yeah, I know, and they shipped, it, they shipped it all up, didn't they? That's right, aye. aye, aye. aye. I mean, aye. We aye. couldn't do it ourselves, like, you know. Here's the thing, here's the thing. On a, a smoggy stone. I drove, when I was 17 years old, i just passed my driving test and Freddie Mercury had just died. I drove... Yeah, connection. I was just, no, there was no connection. I'm just saying these, these are important things in my life. I drove Jimmy Nail's car, his own personal car, through the streets of Newcastle on my own. He's lying. I'm not lying. Oh, I see what you've done. Now. I'm <laughs> not lying. I actually did. I'm not a crack and chewing that Okay. Um, I'm going to cut you off now, John. I'll read. Yeah, so anyway, you've been dancing, your feet swell up, and flipping kills, and after you've had a few, it just seems like the logical thing to do. That's disgusting. It is disgusting, but I've done it. It's, it is dis- and I'll probably do it again. It is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And and a women like that, I think, uh, should be put in prison. Oh, three, in fact, let's put all women in prison. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one, th- make me a warder. Oh, three, four, 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 nine. Warder. No, weirdo. Oh, warder. No, weirdo. I think I'm in a warden. Oh, three, they can come into my den and I'll be the warder of the den. Oh, three, warder, warder. Oh, three, let's just go to the ads. Dead of night discourse for disco queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy farmers aye, aye. and distant fathers. Yeah, well. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On talk radio. Yes, great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Let's go to Navid. Good evening, Navid. Hi. Hey man, how you doing? Oh, sort of okay. Yeah. 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 What's what's, what's going on, brother? Um, I've got some good news and bad news. Bad news is that my auntie, her son's wife, his sister, his two kids. And her sister's friend, brother, five of them, and the driver were going to a wedding in Pakistan last week. And they didn't even reach the destination, and a truck crushed them, and five died, and the driver survived. Oh, mate. Mate, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, uh... That's terrible. That's terrible. When did you find out about it? I've, I've found out um, last week, but um, the sad story is that the guy's uh, sister and wife died, and uh, he had three boys and one girl. The first girl died when she was four or five years old of a fever. Oh. And then uh, last year, her uh, his, his son... 15 years old, died of throat cancer. So he had three surviving, and the wife, and his sister, and the sister's uh, friend's brother, they got crushed in a car, and uh, he's, got no, he's got no kids left and no wife left. Wow, mate. That's, uh, that's, uh, 
that's 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 beyond horrific. That's uh, there yeah. are no, there are no words. There are no words. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Wow. How are you feeling about that? I'm pretty sad because it's like um, he's got nothing left now. If you think about it, like his younger brother died ages ago of kidney failure, and then uh, you know his whole family. If you think about it, is wiped out. You know he's got no. He's got no legacy. He's got nothing yeah. left. You know, when his kid's born, 15 years he spent, and five years, and, you know, 12 and 13, and there's nothing left, yeah. plus his sister died as well. Well, uh, there are no words. It highlights how paper thin the gap between life and death actually is you know whatever plans you make ultimately it's not really up to you i'm really sorry to hear that navid navid you mentioned that there was some good news good news is my sister had uh, a baby boy uh, last uh, tuesday hey there you go well that's that's great news that's that's something to uh, to focus on isn't it it is for <laughs> How are you, Navid? Because we spoke to you on Friday and you tried to kill yourself last week. Um, I'm just up and down, just uh, like normal. You know, I went to the doctors. I tried to get a DNR form. Yeah, do not resuscitate and they refused to. They refused. They said that I haven't got a terminal disease or terminal yeah. illness yeah. and uh, they can't authorize it no. at the moment um i know that you've spoken to Catherine. yeah and no no pressure but i just wondered if any of the suggestions that Catherine had made had you'd had a time had time to think about any of them she forwarded to rnib in leeds so i've spoken to them but unfortunately they can only give me advice. They can't uh, get me carers or volunteers to get me out of the house. Okay, what's the device? The advice is just basically... Oh, advice, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Going to the local charities in Huddersfield and asking them. But I told them that most of them cater for the people in the 60s to 90s. Okay, hang on a minute, Catherine. Um, that's not what the conversation I've had with the RNIB suggested. Right, that's what they've told me. That's what you said to me before you spoke to him, though. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, if you call any of the Huddersfield uh, charities in Huddersfield, when did you speak? When did you speak to the sorry. RNIB, Naveed? I've been speaking to the RNIB for the last year now. Okay. When was the last time you spoke to them? Probably. Two, three days ago now. Okay, and that was after Catherine had spoken to them? Yes, yes. Yeah, and was it Natasha that rang you? And Natasha, I think, or someone else. I can't remember what the name was. Because Natasha's talking about the situation now rather than what's happened in the past. That's all, Naveed. And, and I think things have changed quite what a lot. What has Natasha said to you, Catherine? Natasha said to me that what she needs... She's really interested in what's going on with you and she's worried about you. And she, right. and she said that, you know, there are, there are different options and it wasn't necessarily about putting you in contact with people you've... You know, with, with those charities. I mean, what else can I do apart from the charities? I mean, that's what the medication... She, says, for. she now, thinks you're a safeguarding I've... concern, Naveed. 
Yeah, but the thing is, I've talked to Bradford Charities and Leeds Charities that are close by me, but unfortunately, they their catchment areas are based in their own cities. They can't come and get me from Huddersfield and take me to Leeds and drop me back. They can't no, do that. That wasn't the conversation. You know what I mean? But I also had, a, we, we talked about, because we were going to speak yesterday, weren't we, Naveed? And then, and then we tried to call you and you didn't answer. But um, there was a thing today and they would have come for you and taken you and you, and but here, um, I feel like you're still talking about a situation, the way the situation was last year. And, yeah. and actually, you know, Hassan was is willing to talk to you and he's been in almost exactly the same situation as you. And I know okay. no one can completely understand it, but he's been there. Yeah. And okay. he's, he's willing to have a chat with you. How about that? What if I put you in touch with Hassan? Yeah. Yeah, OK. All right. All right. Well, that sounds optimistic. And you sound more optimistic than you did on Friday. Yeah, that's true, but uh, not everything that smiles is always happy. No, that's wise words. Wise words, Buddha. Um, not everything <laughs> that smiles is always happy. Go on, Kath. Another suggestion. Do you think you could go and see your doctor again? Uh, yeah, I would, but uh, they don't listen to what I want to get in place or yeah. get done. They want to do what they want well, to do. Well, right, the two things. Two things. They're not going to give you a do not resuscitate because you're a, you're a okay. fit young man. That's not going to happen, right? They're not going to help you die. When you go and sit in the doctor's, in the doctor's surgery with the doctor, do you yeah. sit in there in your own or does your mum come in? My mum comes in with me because I can't walk on my own. Right. How about, how about this? Your mum walks you into the doctor's surgery. Yeah. Sits you down so you're in the room with the doctor. Yeah. Then she turns around yeah. and she walks out. And she shuts yeah. the door so that you're there on your own with the doctor. And then when you're finished, the doctor goes out and says, Mrs. No Mrs. Naveed, if you could come and get your son now, he's ready. How about that? Could you do? Could you ask your mum to stay out of the surgery while you talk to the doctor? I've done that before, but I just get more frustrated against the doctor because he or she won't listen to me. Well, then I suggest you speak to another doctor, if that's true. Okay. If that's true... You that's, need to speak. True. that's true. Well, then you, if that's true, then you need to speak to another doctor who is more understanding, and you need to tell them what you t you need to tell them that you tried to kill yourself. You need to tell them that you're living in a room, and that you are not getting taken out, and you are not getting exercise, and you are not being given any uh, uh, of the skills that would yeah. help you develop independence. Yeah. Right. One more thing. Yeah. Would you pick the phone up when Natasha rings you because she's been trying to call you? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, the thing is that uh, I sometimes take uh, my medicine and I feel uh, drowsy. Like you called me yesterday, you could have heard by my voice that I was a little drowsy. David, let me ask you a question, right? And I need a really honest answer from you, okay? Okay. And there's no judgment. Whatever the answer is, it's cool. There's no judgment. But I need a really honest answer just because yeah. of stuff that's going on. Do you want help? Yeah, of course I want well, no, help. No, no you, say, listen, you say, of course course because I, we have presented you with a couple of opportunities that you haven't taken um and again i'm not this is not criticism i'm not having a go at you i get it man i get it it's tough but if you don't want to help that's cool and we'll stop you know kath has put in a lot of legwork and again i'm not saying this to make you feel bad but, but we'll we'll stop putting I wanna, in the, you know what is 
I, I want a legacy. Like my sister's married. She's got kids. She's next year. You she's want kids? Be married for a decade. You want right? kids and to be married? No, listen. That's a that's a legacy. My brother's gonna get married within this year or next year. Yeah. He's gonna be thirty next year. So he's gonna get married and move out and have kids. That's his legacy. But what's my legacy? I'm nearly forty-eight this year. What do you want? What do you want? Well, okay. Well, at the moment, your legacy is a bloke who tried to kill himself six days ago and who lives in a room. What do you want your legacy to be? I I, I want to find happiness. I I want to find someone to love me. I've been stuck in the same position for the last forty years since my ex left me. Okay. Okay. Well, that can happen some way down the line. You've got to put in a lot of work first. Yeah. That can happen, but it ain't going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen. It might. It's going to happen this year? Unlikely. You've got to put in a lot of work to learn how to be a human being, to learn how to be an adult, to learn how to be independent, to learn how to step away from the shadow of your mum, who I would suggest, from what I've heard... Sounds like a you know a great woman, but I don't think yeah. she's helping you, man. I think she's holding you back, and that's not a criticism of your mum because mums want to protect us, of course they yeah. do. But sometimes in trying to protect us, they actually smother us and stop us growing up up as in, into humans, into men. In our case, Naveed. Yeah, but uh, I, like I'm talking to you right now, right? Yeah. And it's uh, nearly say one o'clock. Yeah. I can't walk out of the door on my own and at the go moment you can't. I want to. Do you know what I mean? At the moment you can't. But it, tell me then how there are thousands of blind, millions of blind people all over the world that can walk out of the house on their own. What's different from you and them that they can do it and you can't? Because they've got sport and I haven't. Do you want sport? Yes, of course. What sport do you want? Cricket? No, I volunteered. What? I volunteered to take me oh, support. out. Support. Support. Oh, I thought you said sport. All right. Okay, but then we have to put. You have to put in the work to get that. But also, a lot of these, a lot of these blind people, they go out on their own, Naveed, because over the years they have been given and they have worked at acquiring the skills to yeah. live on their own. If, did you? Um, were you listening yesterday when we spoke to Hassan? Because he, because he was going to talk to you at eleven. Uh, um, and he came on and spoke to us anyway. Now, Hassan was in almost exactly the same situation as you. Okay. And he thought that was going to be his life. And what happened was he had someone come out and show him a route. The route to, in, in your case, it might be the bus stop. In his case, it was to a tube stop. And that opened up kind of the world to him. But it's about taking the phone call in the first instance. So I would really ask you, tomorrow, if I get Natasha to give you a ring... Pick up the phone. Yeah. She tried. She tried to call him and not spoken to him. Yeah, yeah. She's tried. I think she's spoken to you once, Naveed. She, but yeah. she, she wants to talk. To, she's really interested in helping you. She's not done. He, also, Hassan wants to talk to you. So if he rings, okay. will you pick up the phone? Yeah, I will. Yeah. And here's the thing, Naveed. Can I be honest with you? Go on. This is going to be hard work, man. Are you up for it? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is going to be hard work. The the reward at the end of this hard work is going to be freedom and happiness. But you've got to go through a lot of hard work to get there. Do you want to... Yeah. Are you prepared to do that work? 
Yeah, of course yeah, I, I am, but you've got, got to understand. You've got to understand mm. that I'm a guy as well, yeah. right? And I can't talk about intimate needs with my mom or my sister. Do no, you get? Why, why, why would you? My brother. Okay, why? Why do we, you don't talk to them about intimate needs? No, but uh, you got to understand. I'm totally blind. You understand? I, I can't even get out of the house. No, no, Naveed, but Naveed. We are presenting you with an opportunity where you will learn the skills so you can get out of the house yeah. on your own. Okay. Right. But you've got to put the work in. Fine. And Beautiful. Also, also, here's another thing. Beautiful. We're there. I know this is going to be tough because you've been through a lot and what you've been through is awful, but let's look forward and not think about things that have held you back before. If people are reaching out to you now, see where. Yeah. It, let's see where it goes. All right. So we're okay. going to get. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to. Uh, Catherine's going to uh, email Natasha again yeah, from when's RNIB. A good, when's a good time for you, Naveed? Anytime tomorrow. Okay. Right. We're going to see if Natasha, if she's got time, she's going to give you a call tomorrow. She's very busy, I'm sure. We're also going to um, put Hassan in touch with him directly. Catherine, is that appropriate yeah, to do? I think so. Hassan's a nice lad, about your age. He's uh, Muslim. Yeah. He's he's been through a lot of the same things. Plays he's been cricket. Through. Plays cricket, got Pakistan, grew up in Pakistan. Um, uh, I think you two will have, uh, uh, and he's blind. So I think you two are going to have a lot in common. And then okay. maybe we can either chat tomorrow night or we can chat Friday night and just see how things are going. Okay, that's fine. Wicked, man. Good. All right, nice one. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Naveed. I appreciate the call, man. There we go. Progress. Progress. Well done, boy. Good evening, Dave. Uh, no, it's Millie. Oh, flippin' it. All right, go, yeah, go on. Well, my accent might go all over the place, I'm afraid, but uh, I've got quiz it for you. Like, it sounds, sounds like Alan Bennett. Got bloody Alan Bennett on the line. I don't, I don't think it does. Uh, oh. <laughs> Keep going, don't drop, don't drop out of character. Okay. No? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I've got quiz for you. Got like quiz for us, is it? All yeah, right. uh, but uh, uh, it's about balls again. Things you find in balls. Oh, flipping it. Okay, go on then. So you go. I've written them down on a piece of paper. So right. you find in bowls. <laughs> Come on. And uh, you've you got to tell me uh, ten things. They're really obvious things that you find in bowls. Okay. So you've got a minute. So okay, yeah, see how you get on. Okay. Uh, kidneys. No, that, you, that's a stupid answer. Okay. Uh, fruit. No. Uh, marbles. No. Um, uh, bloody, um, bloody cotton buds from um, like if you've got like an operation or you've got something a bit, swab, a swab. Oh, uh, close, but no. Okay, um, urine sample. In a bowl. Uh, you've dirty, not been to my house. Dirty. Very no, dirty. No. Very. It's a long walk to the bathroom. Um, bowls, bowls, bowls. Porridge. R- porridge. But b- b- breakfast. Uh, no. I've not got any of them. Well, what have you got on your list then, Nelly? Well, uh, uh, cress. Cress? Cress. Cress? Nice bit of cress, yes. That, as in, um, what, they, what do they call it? Watercress? Mm. Watercress, yes, yeah. Cress. Uh, nice, not yet. Oh, you wouldn't find cress uh, in a bowl. you find cress on a flannel. Oh, uh, yeah, well, then you put it in a bowl. That's where we used to grow cress was on flannels, remember? Yeah. Go grow cress yeah. on flannels, oh. and then you'd eat it. In Those the were the face. days. Those were the days. Okay, cress. Yeah, go on. I'll give you that. Another bowl. Yes, another, yes, different bowl. Yes, put another bowl inside the bowl, so you would find oh. in a bowl another bowl. That's true. Actually, you stack the bowls in the bowls. Yeah. Uh, a baby monkey. 
Right, I'm going to cut you off now. You're being very silly. Thank you. Oh, and I've done the wrong button. Callers laughing at their own jokes. Outrageous behaviour. That's uh, our job, to laugh at our own jokes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's a baby monkey, what an idiot. This is Talk Radio. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. OK, well, uh, it's the thing I guess we have to do. George? Hello. You're fired. From what? From um, being George, Rainbow George, the caller to this show. Oh, I heard him. He didn't sound like Dennis Norton. But he, 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 he sounded he, exactly like you, but better. Well, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It's the second person I've had impersonating you today. When I was streaming video games on Twitch, someone was pretending to be you for a while, and really? I, I believed them for a little while until I asked them some questions, and uh, they turned out to be an idiot. Uh, I can't do accents. I mean, I used to... Travel all around the country following Newcastle United Football Club, but I, oh, I can't do a Geordie accent. I can't do any accent. I didn't, I didn't know what you say, like. <laughs> I didn't know. No, see, it's. Uh, I, can we have a a, a proper conversation oh, for a change? Um, well, I, I, well, I, I don't know. Are we going to have a, a monologue, or are we going to have a conversation for the first time ever? Yes, it's, it's, you're just abrasive towards me. I mean, I, I, I could do a Niger. I, I, I could tell you about not having anything to eat for for a couple of days, not having any money. I well, could stop spending you. it on weed. Sorry? Stop spending your money on weed. Yeah, well, that's it. But well, if, you're, on, if you're going hungry because you're buying weed, well, then that's the choice you've made. There is no choice. That's why I keep trying to tell you. But I, I, I get a hundred... 65 quid on, on a month. Well, but you can't phone up and say you're hungry, you haven't eaten for two days, but you've spent money on weed. Yes, I can. Well, you can. Well, this is it. You, see, you, get, this, you want to have a conversation, and yet you don't. Well, you can, do. but then I have no sympathy for you being hungry. No, OK. okay I can understand so it wouldn't do me any good to play a Nigel and t- t- tell you how I... But well, what do you mean I by t- play a Nigel? T- t- tell you how I sometimes go go to sleep and, and hope to wake up in the world to come. Don't want to be in this world anymore. Uh, it's, but, but, I, I, I've got lots of stories like that, but I, I, I don't like to share those sort okay, of stories. OK, well, I'm not I, asking you to share those stories. I don't know what you mean by player I, I, Nigel. Nigel is, is playing the part that Nigel is supposed to play. We're all okay. actors okay. in a play, as oh. far as I'm But this concerned. is the thing, we can't... Well, we, we, you, you, first of all, you say you want to have a conversation. And then, I do. Then, then we're entering the monologue again, where anything, no. where anything that I say is instantly thrown back at me as being nonsense. Do you remember, do you remember our last conversation? Or ignored. Do you remember Everything last... I say is either thrown back at me as nonsense or ignored. No, it's not. Literally just happened. Twice. No, it didn't. Literally did. I've spent yesterday trying to get a newspaper, a couple of newspaper stories that involve you in those stories, and hopefully I will succeed. And, and it, okay, well, I can tell you that you won't. No, you can't. Well, you can, but, you, but you're wrong, Ian. And, well, well, uh, well, it, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. This it, is it, George. It, this isn't a conversation. Literally, everything I say, George, but you're not letting me have a conversation, no, Ian. George, every, literally everything I say is um, 
uh, um, contradicted or ignored. Everything. No, you're ignoring me. You're not no, I'm not. I'm engaging with you. I'm engaging with points you're raising, and you're just you're just ignoring me or contradicting me. So no, I'm saying I'm trying to get a newspaper story that involves you. And, and I'm saying idiot. it won't happen. And you don't even know what the story is that I'm trying trying to get into the paper. Well, it won't happen. No one's the, the newspapers aren't interested in you, yes, and they're not they really. Are. They're not really that and, interested. And, in... and, it, and it links to the last call that we had together. They're not really that interested in me either anymore. Um, they are interested. There are a couple of newspapers that are interested in the story I was telling them yesterday, and we'll see if, if it develops into anything. But it, it links to our last conversation. And do, do you remember it? No, I don't. It, it, it's, uh, it was Monday... Uh, <laughs> 10, 11 days ago, and uh, I came onto the programme and I, I hadn't heard... All of your calls yeah. are about phone calls to radio shows. Yeah, they're well, never about. They're never about the moment. They're never in the moment. They're always they are, referring... They, 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 let they, me... We're having a conversation. Yeah. They're always referring to other phone calls you've made. They're never in the moment. Do you not find that odd? No, but this is so in the moment. We're <laughs> talking about a phone call you made 11 days ago. OK. No, I'm talking about a phone call I made 12 hours ago to 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 Mike Graham. I was the last caller on his show. So you're doing a phone... Again, it's a phone... You've got, you're now mentioning another phone call that you made. Why not on just be... On your radio station. OK, yeah, and, I know, and that's it great. to our last Calm call, Ian. Calm down. Now you refer... OK, well, now you're outdoing yourself. Now you're referring to two... Previous phone calls. Yes. Well, every call you ever make to me is about a previous phone call. This one is now about two previous phone calls. No, this is this is a phone call that should be a podcast, and 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 well, it, uh, it won't be in the podcast. Yeah, well, that's that that that's the loss of people out there. That that, that uh, it, it, it's uh, we it's only just, put interesting phone calls in the podcast. It's just a lovely story, and 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 and. You don't want me to tell it. And, no, uh, tell uh, it, but I just know the papers won't be interested in it. Go the on. The papers the are interested okay, in well, it. Okay, uh, well, I, I guarantee... The, the last call I, I had... Let, hello? Yeah. I guarantee that the story you're trying to get in the newspapers will not get in the newspapers. You will... You will... You will tell me next week that you were so wrong. And, and, and uh, as I say, it links to our last call, and I was trying to share something, and you cut me off. And it has started. I, I choose. Let's go to Giselle. Good evening, Giselle. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Was that was that harsh? No. He, there was he, there uh, was just doing. Was it playing a Nigel? <sighs> no. That's where he kind of lost me. I'm afraid. Yeah. No. No. And and that and also referring back to. I mean, we had to do homework by researching two previous phone two calls. Phone one calls. of which was not to this show. To know where he was leading to with this one. No, 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 no. Oh, Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and on. also that whole thing, can we have a conversation tonight? Well, yeah. You, you, <laughs> Did you hear him say, I'm having a com I'm trying to have a conversation. Yeah. But then e e everything I said, he would. Con he's like that um, on the street reporter with yes. Alan Partridge. Have you seen Alan Partridge, Giselle? I've seen some, yeah. There's a great, there's a great, and I can't remember her name. I've seen her on Twitter. There's a great um, bit where they throw to a reporter outside. So it's, it's hosted by Alan Partridge and a woman presenter, again, whose name, I don't know her name. 
and Her they name's thro- Jenny, I think. Yeah, and she? they throw to an outside reporter, and every question that the the the, the woman presenter asks, she goes, "Yes, that's right. There is going to be a big." And every question that Alan asks, she goes, "No, you're wrong." So, so she, the, the the woman might say, "Well, I hear there's going to be a big protest." Yes, you're right. There's going to be expected to be 150,000 people turn up, and Alan would say something like, "That's a lot well, of people." That's a lot of people. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's not, Alan. Historically, <laughs> that yet's yeah, quite a small, and it's just fun, and that's what it's like with George. That's exactly how I feel, except he completely ignores me. Does ignore you. Does ignore you. <laughs> anyway, Giselle, you're here now. Let's talk about you. <laughs> I uh, I just kind of, uh, there isn't much I can add, but I just wanted to say to Naveed that it does kind of get better if you put the work in. Um, and this is just, just, just to confirm, because Giselle is also um, a blind Pakistani. Um, yeah. Have I got that right, Giselle? Technically, I'm half Iranian, so it's not too far. Oh, it's similar. It's all the same. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Go on. Sorry. Uh, yes, I'm not a blind Pakistani, but I, you know, I am autistic. I do have things that limit me. Yeah. Um, and I did have a breakdown two years ago, and well, just under. And you, you don't think you recover from it? Reading between the lines of of Naveed's call tonight, I, it, it's he's scared. In yeah. my opinion, yeah, um, and that's why he's avoiding uh, some engaging and and you know yeah, but this uh, I want to do this, but but then this might happen um, because your mind will catastrophize. Um, the thing is though is that if you if you don't take that step, you're always going to be stuck in that rut. And um, to be honest with you, when you when you're in that place where you try and take your own life, you you can't actually go any further. Um, than, than kind of that in terms of downwards, so you kind of have to go back up again. And um, you know, f- for me, it was uh, my feelings on that were always uh, triggered by um, isolation and, and not feeling like I had a support network, which is kind of similar to what he he is asking about uh, in a way. And I was told by my doctor, um, stop trying to focus on on wanting somebody that you. Uh, want to talk to you when you're very vulnerable and try yeah. and interact with people on a general level um, just to kind of interact with people in, in kind of you know general situations and that will come so I think rather than focusing on something so specific which m- may well be attainable but kind of it, it's about taking steps to, yeah. to get where you can you know and in the last three months I've, I've kind of uh, you know I've, I've, for, for example I've called you less that is because I don't need to. Yeah. And, you know, that 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 is kind of a credit to you, but also to me, you know, putting put the, the work in where you can, you do see results. Um, but as, as you say, it's, it's not overnight, but it does Can I just, Giselle, so just because, can I just, can I just check for our, our, our publicity? Are you saying that um, Catherine and I cured you? Beautiful, perfect. Excellent. That's it. We'll end that yeah. call there. We'll end that. Put that on the poster. We cured yeah. Giselle. Yeah. That's great. We're, we're, we're like Jesus. Uh, so spo- that's why you were laying your hands on me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I've spoken to Hassan. Hassan's going to give Naveed a call in the morning. Beautiful. Let's um, hang on a second. Yes, yes, George. Yes, I, I just thought. Could you put something out to the vote tomorrow? Maybe to a vote. Okay. Yeah. I sure. Want, go on. I, I, I want you to change the name of your program. Okay. From the from the late night alternative to the late night surgery. Okay, we'll put it out to the vote tomorrow, George. Thank you very much indeed. Paul Ross. Strange vibe, huh? <clears throat> wow. 
Gonna be an interesting four hours for me ahead. <laughs> oh, why? What? What's happening? We might open the phone lines, 0344 I'm going to call the show the early morning alternative because you're the late night surgery. The, well, un- the, the unkindest cut. On it. We're having a vote on it. Would it be an indicative vote? Eight no's. <laughs> would be legally binding. Unlock! What is going on, man? We're all, we're all screwed up. <laughs> the whole country. Order! Except I don't know if we are. Oh, oh you see Because like... for you in particular... Yeah. Um, as you know, one of my, my oldest nephew is a professional video games commentator. Yeah, yeah. Just flown back from Hong Kong to America, having a great life, doing a great job. Wow. He'll soon be heading for Philadelphia. Yeah. Because in Philadelphia, home of the Philadelphia Eagles, and we've got the architect on the programme, they are building the world's first purpose-built arena for video games. Now, that's the future. That's reassuring. Because they... Put they, that on the late-night cut. This is the thing, man. My, me and my kids have really got into... I mean, they, they watch YouTubers, but we, when they come around, we watch Twitch, which is the video game streaming thing. And they will stream these big tournaments, and it will be things like Fortnite or Call of Duty, and you'll have four versus four, so it's four screens against four screens. But they will do it in a stadium, an actual stadium. They had one, I think, is it the Bird's Nest Stadium in China? Yeah. We watched one the other day. It was in the Bird's Nest Stadium. 80,000 people were there cheering on eight, you know, geeks, my people, Playing, I think it was, I think it was Call of Duty, but in a stadium, it's insane, and they're building a specific. I think one. it speaks to the same emotion that made us all go to the Roman gladiatorial arenas. Yeah, yeah, it's a shared experience. It's a celebration. Oh, I love it. I, I think it's a sport, definitely. And this is going to be called the something called the Overwatch League. I'm reading this because I don't really grasp it. Yes, man. A globe-spanning computer game league that has steadily assumed all the accoutrements very Daily Telegraph word, of any other professional sport with lucrative salaries and crowds of adoring fans. It's on the way, and we've got the architects on the programme. I don't play Overwatch anymore because they messed up the character Symmetra and they changed it, and once they did They didn't mess up Symmetra, did they? Yeah, they messed up... Kath, do your Symmetra impression. There you go. They messed up Symmetra, Paul, and and once that happened... Was she a pole dancer? Kind of. She's like a sort of sexy girl from space. Do they have any plain, rather, you know, attractive, but bright, dumpy women in these video games. No, they were ah. no. Uh, no, That's just do. Scooby-Doo, no, is it? Just May, uh, the little one out of Scooby. May, May is. May is. Is she? Yeah, May looks oh, a bit... Her parents um, might be happy with she's that. She's still wearing skin tight. No, May looks like she, Velma. Does she? She's like a slightly... Oh, best people. Yeah, yeah. So they do. They and do. I've got a, th- a suggestion for your drag look. Oh, yeah, go on. I'm thinking Weimar Republic lesbian. You could shave off half the beard. Okay. And you could do the com- Tommy Cooper routine oh, where yeah. you could speak... Yeah, you see? A Victor Victoria. Yeah, you see? Take that to Edinburgh. Put you that must, in your... You must have done dragged up for some TV. I was stuff, asked once it? to be. Um, I, I was. A, I was a pantomime dame for this morning when I was doing a pantomime. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. But I was asked to be the narrator of Rocky Horror Show, oh. and um, they didn't want to audition me. And I said, "You should audition me because I'm a terrible actor." Right. And then they auditioned me. I didn't get. They didn't right. call back. But they wanted me to do that. And then I'd have worn. Apparently, the narrator wears stockings and suspenders from the waist down. Yeah. Oh, Even right. as I talk to you now, I'm rehearsing for that role. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, Paul Ross is up next. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to eighty-six, precisely eighty-six percent of our callers this evening. Uh, I enjoyed that. I'm really tired today, but we got we got through it. Two more to go. I got a week off. Well, no, <laughs> one more to go. The launch of the late night cut tomorrow night. <laughs> Apparently so. Uh, we will be back tonight at ten. Stay tuned. Though coming up after one o'clock, it's Paul Ross on Talk Radio. Talk Radio, digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.